we're live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Tito Levine. This is the Impulse Show presented by Vision Wheel. We're here at the Vision Wheel booth uh, for day three of the PRI show in Indianapolis, Indiana at the Indiana Convention Center. And I'm joined today by uh, three special guests sitting in front of me, probably the uh, biggest whore in Hobart. We've got... Matt Vanderheiden. <laughs> yeah. The only one with a girlfriend sitting at the table. I'm the biggest whore <laughs> in Hobart. <laughs> and to his left, to my right, we've got the one-time pro-light champion. We've got Crazy Joe Greaves. I didn't win a pro-light champion. We've got the zero-time pro-light champion, <laughs> Crazy Joe Greaves. I thought you won like a world championship. Oh, I did. Oh, that's okay. And, yeah. and like the, the one cup race that they had. <laughs> the only time they had a pro-light cup race. I got that one too. And to his, uh, to his left, to my right, We've got the Jack. We've got the Moist. We've got the Leland Days. <laughs> the Tice. dude wipe. Gotta say Tice. Gotta, oh yeah. How, yeah I'm, I'm, this is that's the first time I've ever said your last name. Yeah. So, so what is silent. it? What is it? Silent. So Tice. 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 Yep. Ooh, Tice. Okay, Tice. Yep. Tice. That's like, news to me too, to be honest. Really? I've <laughs> <laughs> been friends with them for two years. <laughs> Glad we got that. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Anytime they're like, like, oh, I don't know who that is. I know. I know Leland Tice. I don't know yeah. a fucking Leland Days. Well, I thought you just does. say Leland. I mean, usually know he's talking about. Yeah. There's also, only, there's, there's only one Leland. Leland. Yeah. Yeah. Merle. Merle. Most, yeah. most of us know Mike Merle these days. So we've got uh, Leland and Maddie V. You guys used to race UTVs, correct? Yeah, I just took a year off. I mean, I think we're coming he back. Still races. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm still. Yeah, I'm still giving her. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if he was going to see anything. He was just going to roll with it. I know, yeah, man. Yeah, Dude, just speak up. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, wait great. a minute. I'm yeah. still That's out great. on the track. All right, yeah. Matt, you, you, can, you can continue. Yeah, Matty V. So, Matty V, the only one here who used to race. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, what's going on, man? When you... When, when you uh, when are you going to be on your Kim Kardashian, on your comeback? Uh, soon. When he um, becomes a whore in Hobart again. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got enough whore money. Yeah. yeah. The last race of 2022, had a bad wreck. Uh, wrecked the car real bad and uh, had to cut it all up. And then at the same time, went and started my own business the next year. And so just doing it in 2023, was, there's going to be way too much going on with uh, starting my business and, and also racing. So... She's still sitting in the shop on the floor, bare chassis, and we're gonna hopefully get together with KGB here in the next couple of weeks and weld the chassis back up and uh, put it all back together. And see what we can do for 2024. So is that is that the plan then for 2024? Is to so you're gonna have to juggle your business, which I stopped by, man. First of yeah. all, congratulations <laughs> getting a business much. started. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a lot of time. Uh, that you're putting towards that. And then after your business, then are you then going to try to get working on UTV? Cause I know KGB shop is literally like Hop, 500 feet. Jump. Yeah. 500 <laughs> feet down from, from like where you're at. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a balance. I think, you know, with my business right now, there's, there's days where I'm busy. There's days where I'm not, you know, and even just waiting on parts sometimes. So it's something I could be able to jump back and forth to, you know, work on a customer car, get it done or, you know, take it apart, wait for parts, hop on my UTV, work on that quick, you know, Luckily, it's all in the same space, which is super nice because for the um, 2022 season, I still worked my full time job as a mechanic and then uh, was working at a KGB shop, you know, so I'd work nine hours a day and then go work all night on the UTV and work every Saturday, every Sunday, getting that thing built. Um, so at least it'll be a lot easier now once I can actually do it. You know, I'm all in the same space. All my tools are in one area and stuff like that. Um, just got to do it, you know, and just make sure I want to get my the foundation built my business so I wasn't you know risking anything that way with the go racing because obviously it's not the cheapest thing in the entire world to go racing so yeah um so I got a, I got a question man I know yeah. I stopped by so it's kind of a, a two-part question so 
uh, in my 2013 Honda Civic. <laughs> I'm hearing a the bit ripper. of a. I'm hearing a little bit of a, a hum. On um, the uh, on the mm. right right rear, like between your legs. <laughs> no, I, w- I wish I wish it was on the I wish it was on the driver's side, left side, or uh, front side. Front on the pass- passenger passenger back. I'm, I'm getting a little. Mm-hmm. Who's sitting back there? I mean, Just all by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So so I only hear it when I turn the volume down. But when the volume's up. It goes away. Cranking. Yeah, yeah. The the problem goes away. But I feel like there's a hum back there. Is that like a is that a is that a rotor? Do I need what like what do I need to fix? Is that I a, would say just keep your music blasted all the way up. And when it gets worse and you really fuck it up, call him so he can fix it. Yeah, exactly. make a little money. Yeah, what's the problem? Yeah. Worse. First. I want to make sure it's good and messed up before you bring it. Make it worth his time. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna if, say. If you would have stopped a little earlier, you know, it would just been this. But no, it'll be yeah. it'll be the wheel, yeah. wheel bearing, the rotor, you know, everything. That's what so. I'm, I'm gonna say wheel bearing. And then, okay, guess if I uh, if I get a new set of tires, are you able to kind of put those on for me? No, that's one thing I can't do yet. I can't no, I don't too. have a tire machine. It's on the list, but it's, it's yeah, it's just, I don't know. Cause then it's, it's it's almost like you gotta do the tire machine, but then you still gotta go get an alignment, and I can't do that. So yeah. it's almost like I would want to do both just to be the guy to do everything. Yeah, but you know that's another whatever. Yeah, but if I need a dollars. if I need a bearing or a rotor, you're my guy. I'm your guy. All right. Absolutely, he's All the guy. Right. He's or, the guy. He's the guy. You heard it. You just heard it keep, here first. Keep that music turned up <laughs> until then. <laughs> until the wheel passes you going down the highway, you know, then probably stop. <laughs> and then he's like, then, yeah, then it's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's always the day. I remember at part or at Crandon in Pro Turbo when I was running a Yamaha, landed off the back straight one of the races. Like I think it was a Sunday Cup race. And I was going down the back straightaway, and my car just went whoop, and like sagged a little bit. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? And next thing you know, the tire went whoop, right <laughs> on my And I'm like, God damn, I think that's my tire. You get on the radio, was that mine? Was, yeah. that, was that mine? And, oh, and everyone right away was like, what, can you get out? Like, are, are the lug nuts on there? Like, everyone like, right away, was wants to start the game. Was this, oh, was this bad? Yeah. Did something break or or did the lug nuts come up? Uh, it's like, I, haven't hit, I haven't hit the brakes yet. I don't even know the yeah. condition of the tire. Why are you asking? Have you ever seen the video of that lifted truck passing a Kia on the highway and the, the truck's wheel flies off right in front of the Kia? The Kia jumps, jumps up it. in the air. Oh, oh, I did oh. Yeah. That's a bad day. Yeah. That's like, that's like swimming in a pool of pussy and getting hit by a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right, Leland? Yeah, so, Leland. Leland Tice. 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 Merle. So I clear that up. You, so you're like in the uh, so you're in the 570 uh, UTV yeah. class. 570. Uh, and uh, class. just wondering when when are, when are you gonna move up, man? I mean, you know, he's just, not tall enough. He gets yeah. anything else. <laughs> Unfortunately, my uh, girls were to stop, so I'm, I am where I am. <laughs> um, you know, I you know I think about moving up to sportsman all the time. <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> It's just a hard move, you know. I do so good in the 570 class. <laughs> well, and you got to deal with Maddie V over here in that sportsman class, and that's oh, just a whole nother animal. Know. Yeah. So, are you gonna wait for him to come back to whoop his ass, or or what's the deal here? Yeah, I think that's the time when I move up. Yeah. When he comes back in the ringer, I'm just gonna show up to sportsman exactly. and exactly, you know, see if an open cam will pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not. Not ain't happening. That's not, not happening. Ass, no. See, see, this is this is then, like, not saying I don't take time out of my day i think the one class i do like i just can't watch because we're usually so busy yeah it's like pro-am yeah like that's one class like i have such a hard time mm-hmm. even getting out there for like at least like uh you know 1600 buggy you know like johnny fits like that 
always seem to be kind of in a lull where I'm like, I, I could go watch that. You know, yeah. super stock truck. Stock truck's like too early. Light's too early. Yeah. Occasionally, I'll get out to like light, light buggy. Because mm-hmm. then, you know, you got roll off in the, and, uh, mm-hmm. and the twins out there. And yeah. You never know what. You never fence, know yeah. what's gonna happen. You never know there. what fence they're gonna hit. So you're yeah. kind of like, ah, like that. That might be worth a worth a glance every now and then. But it's so hard to get out there for yeah, pro am and uh, mm-hmm. the uh, and sportsman side yeah. side. This last year was the first one usually. Yeah, so uh, that's super early. Well, yeah. I was so I did this last year. I spotted for Jacob Blemke. I work in dirt motorsports all year. Since I wasn't racing, then I wasn't really helping anybody. I could just go piss it up at night and but still have to get up in the morning and <laughs> yeah. clear my throat real good. <laughs> you know, hey, Jacob, you out there, bud? Dude, yeah. I saw sure Jacob last weekend. I think it was like uh, I think Friday or Saturday. That saddle? Yeah, it's saddle. He's by himself. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man. I was like, what's up? He goes, Oh, <laughs> bro, I'm so fucked up right now. <laughs> I'm like, dog, it's 1230. What do you mean? It's like, we just got here. He's like, all right, man. See you later. He's like, he just like walked away. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I remember I was with Jared that day, uh, Jared Jaden. And I'm like, I think Chum's downtown. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. So I call him. I'm like, Chum, what are you doing? He's like, just showing up downtown. <laughs> I'm like, what's it? Why? Yeah. I don't know. I've been working a bunch, so we're going out. Are you coming? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't go. It's a rare occasion but, for those boys to come downtown because yeah. they live way on the other side oh, of town. Okay. You know, we're way on the west side of Green Bay. Yeah. They're way east side. Can't They're really call it Green Bay anymore. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's where they go. Oh, dude, yeah. I was going to say, like, we're in fucking Hobart, man. Yeah. That's still a, yeah, it's a little bit hype. of a, yeah. A bit like, of a hype, but they're the complete opposite side of the planet. So, honestly, Black Cell is halfway. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, like, I, I like to think so. But. Yeah. Super reasonable. <laughs> yeah. That took, uh, I took Caleb uh, to Black Saddle, the, uh, was it, Mickey Thomas's camera guy. So uh, I just saw him earlier. Dude, took him out. Dude, he's he's California for sure. Cause he's he's like, oh dude, he's like, we're gonna go, we're gonna party, man. We can drink. I was like, all right, man, hell yeah. Three drinks dude, later. First night, guy was fucking hammed, bro. He like blacked out. I'm like, you you landed at 10 p.m., man. Like, well, how how'd you get so drunk, bro? Like, we didn't start drinking till 11. Yeah. What what happened between now and then? I have no idea. So Saturday, then we went to the uh, video arcade bar. Like we went to Player Two, yeah. and then we did uh, virtual golf. And uh, we got home and he fucking, he's like, I'm, I'm going to go take a nap. I'm like, <laughs> a nap at nine o'clock? <laughs> like, Ain't no Good way. Night, going Dude. Good night. So then me and the other two guys uh, went Put out. You down for the yeah, night. Came back. And then the next morning he's like, hey guys, you guys ready to go? I'm like, well, we need fucking 12 hours of sleep. <laughs> I'm like, of course you're jazzed and ready to go. And then we go to the Packer game. Oh, and oh he had to have been down bad. First time tailgating. Oh. And uh, Jeffrey had to walk him out at the uh, start of the fourth quarter. Oh, <laughs> so that usually hits pretty hard. If you've never been to a Packer game. So, yeah, it was his first time because we were drinking and me and my buddy put down a bottle of uh, Captain. And uh, so, like, I, I got in and uh, then I was like, all right, I'm going to start. I'm going to slow down. So I just started drinking beer. Yeah. So drinking Coors Light, you know, kind of keeps you. Coasting, yeah. yeah. Keeps you there. doesn't like get carried yeah. away. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, so he, yeah, he got, had to, had to take him out on that one. And I stayed with Lyle and I got, yeah, it just took off. The man. fun wheel. I was, uh, I said I was, I said it was Lena drunk. Lena was, drunk? Yeah, dude. I was Lena drunk Ooh. at the, uh, at the end of the Packer game. And it was to the point where I was walking out 
And I was like talking to dudes like, hey, man, I'm like, John Mayer's not that bad, right? Like, come on. <laughs> and like, and they'd be with like, obviously white girls and the fucking white girls would turn and look at me and they're like, what'd you say? Why do you say it like that? I was like, why, it, why do you say it like that? What's up? The white girls. Oh, because we know like, you know, we know, <laughs> you know, we know who's, who's Taylor Swift fans. Like, come on, <laughs> all let, right, let's be real. All right. All right. And uh, these white girls like look at me and, and I was like, yeah, man, I was like, come on. Was, like, John Mayer's not that bad. She's like, come on, let's go, honey. And she like would grab the fucking dude and pull him away. And so I was just doing that the whole way out. Did you grab them back and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> you wake Well, I started getting shit. bold. I started just looking at like white chicks, and I was like, "Hey, like John Mayer's not." I was like, <laughs> "I look at these girls, and I was like, yo, I was like, John Mayer's not that bad, right?'" And they like look at me, and they're like, "He's the fucking devil." And I was like, "Oh well, we never heard his side of the story." Yeah, right. <laughs> and dude, these chicks were getting so pissed. You don't say. And, it, and then it finally hit me, and I looked at Lyle. I was like, "Bro, real man, man." I was like, "Where you at?" <laughs> You've been letting. Yeah. Out on the freaking loose over here, just. I was like, "This is your job, man. You're out here just letting me mouth off to these fucking Swift fans, man. I'm gonna get stabbed here in a bit." And then I started calling her like Charles Manson because she was like, like, kind of like a cult leader. Yeah. I was like very like Charles Manson esque as far as like you being were on a cult one. dude. You were on one. On one. On one. I finally got out. I was like, I'm glad I'm out of there. Like, like I just, <laughs> I think it was a fight or flight thing where I was like, "Get me out of here." Good thing you're bigger than the average. Than average the, Joe than the average probably person and girl you're talking to because yeah. it was made it a little bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't like combative either. I was yeah. just you know saying wild shit that was yeah. like that you're like bouncing off the wall yeah. and they kind of just look at you like, is this man half retarded? Yeah, yeah. or just really <laughs> fucked up? Yeah. Oh my god, it's like that be like like saying like a Holocaust not re- isn't real. Yeah, you're like whoa, fake. yeah, it's fake. It's it all up. made up. Super made up. Made up. Never by, happened. Yeah, Never made up. Happened. Made up by the by the by the Germans. By the white exactly. girls. Yeah. Yeah, by the white yeah, by the whites. That's the white girls. <laughs> I should cancel. They're all canceled. Yeah. Oh, I should sneak one thing in there though. We we're talking about Jacob, but uh, the first night at Indy, uh Maddie V, you know, it put him down. Oh, did. Well, <laughs> Damn. I was also gonna bring Harden. something up because you mentioned your buddy got twelve hours of sleep the one night was all ready to go. Well that was me last night. I stayed in because I went out Thursday night, sent yeah. it a little too hard. And, and he got the go. best of them. Yeah, <laughs> puked on the sidewalk outside the Airbnb. Yeah. And then, you know, was hungover piece of shit yesterday all day. Yeah. Then we ended up going go-karting at 4.30 and, you know, just three race thing, practice, qualifying, and then the main event. After practice, I was like, oh, that stomach's moving around a little bit. You know, there's something going on in there. And then qualifying got a little worse. The race, when I was driving, it was fine. I ended up getting fourth place. It was a little too nice to Ben Alcox. Fucking didn't quite move him out of the way like yeah. he needed to. But uh, got out of the go-kart, ran in the bathroom, and yacked my brains out. No. <laughs> K1 speed in Indianapolis. <laughs> and then we get back. We're like, all right. We hit up Twin Peaks on the way back yeah. for a little Denny Poo. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we're going to go back, change, chill out for a minute, and then we're going to go. And we're sitting there. We're watching. What were we watching? Uh, uh, Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Street. Yeah. Oh, great and movie. Great movie. And Maddie's sitting there, and I'm like, hey, we're getting ready to go. And he's just like, <laughs> stomach still I'm like, churning. That's the look of defeat right yeah. there, baby. Yeah. And it, all it did was I had this flashback of Thursday night when we were sitting on the couch, and it was like, should we just lay low tonight? And Maddie V goes, we're in Indy. Fuck no. We ain't laying low. We're going to go hard the f- every single night. And I'm yeah. like, then night two. Here we are, night two. Hey, we going to go out? Uh, <laughs> I can't uh, do it. All right, well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow because I'm still going out. The guy that's like, fuck no, we're going hard every night. 
One night. One Just night. One Usually night. I'm good for three. I can go three days in a row, and then yeah. day four, I die. Dude, blues but load I on the first, not dude, first dude, night, man. Dude. Wide open. Yeah. Full pump. On the chip. <laughs> Full pump. <laughs> first night. RPM. Couldn't recover. Didn't even make it to the comp yellow, man. No, okay. no. I wrecked. Checkers wreckers, baby, and I wrecked. Yeah, him and Jeb Boodle had a movie night last yeah, night. Yeah, we had a nice slow movie. Yeah, night. Jeb Woodley back here. <laughs> what would you guys watch? Like Bro- Frozen again? No, Frozen. <laughs> oh, you watch Barbie Girl. <laughs> yeah, the new yeah. Barbie movie. Yeah, no. Inside Out. Stop. <laughs> Jeb, was the new Barbie movie good last night? <laughs> you got, you got to come up here and yeah, talk. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, me and Matt love the new Barbie movie. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys sit on the same couch or did you split it up so it was a little less weird? We had to cut it a little bit, but yeah, hey, we, then he started, you know, getting a little weirded out. So we had to. <laughs> <laughs> well, he turned all the lights off, yeah. you know, really set the mood. I was like, okay. And then you were like, did you get that pen? Did you get that pen from PRI? I was like, what pen are you talking about? <laughs> oh, shit. Put <laughs> the pillow in between. Yeah, yeah. You got a water ball down here, man. Can you fucking move the it? Fuck is that? No, it's just a pen. It's Jeb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the, this is a chapstick. He <laughs> got just the chapstick. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> just throwing it out like that. So, what I've been asking everyone is uh, so it's my first time down here in PRI. And uh, you I was just. went out. I was just. I, I, haven't, I haven't gone out yet. Are you going out tonight? What? I, you gotta go yeah, out. I have. I've had to work. Daddy's had to work, man. Yeah. Gotta, gotta be on one. You know what I mean? You gotta, gotta conduct That's, questions, gotta conduct the interview, gotta run the shit. Run the shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's no. You are boss. I am. I have weekend. to be. Yeah, dude. Jeffrey and Lyle, and they're listening to like the podcast too. Like I wake dude, this morning. It's like five, Does it five, five thirty. Yeah, right so away. Day two's, yeah, day two's already up. We uploaded it last night, and uh, yeah, I heard like Jeffrey like listening to it too, and I was like, so the first morning he listened to it, second or this morning he listened the second day. So I was like, okay, well, they are <clears throat> bosses listening. They're paying attention. <laughs> oh yeah, they're paying attention. Oh yeah. So he's making sure that I'm not uh, making sure that I'm not like. Getting too carried away, they're, too wild. They're listening for that creaker, that crack in your voice. Yeah. It's like, what'd you do last night, yeah, Tito? Yeah, they're, they're waiting for me to start speaking in cursive verbs. Like, all right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like we did that uh, live at the track at your pit. <laughs> I think we cut out more than we were able to use on that. Yeah, I think we cut out like 20 minutes worth of like stuff. Like I'm it would, sure. It, it would have been that? like an hour and a half podcast, but it turned into like an hour ten, hour like yeah, eight Crandon minutes something like that. Yeah, Crandon. Oh. under our tent. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like Chaney, it was yeah me, Jimmy, yeah Chaney, Jimmy, and KGB and KGB. CJ. Not not this this twenty twenty two right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then like yeah, I had like a cocktail. We're like oh yeah, like we're gonna. We were supposed to do like live, live, like yeah. actual live, like, like actually live. But yeah. Jeffrey <laughs> forgot like a chord in order to like make it happen. So yeah. we're like oh well we'll still. Dude at the track here, and we'll still like drink. And man, it got Whew. carried away. Shoo. Carried away. Like, I think even sometimes. my dad walked away at one point. Oh, yeah. Like, yep, I'm not <laughs> part of it. Yeah. I don't even want to be a standby on what's going I, on. I here. can't even remember what your dad said, but he was like, All right, boys, that's <laughs> enough for me. And he <laughs> yep. like walked away. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it's just getting hairy. Oh, shit. But uh, no, when it comes to PRI, man, like, I guess, uh, how many times have you guys been down here? And what's the what's the allure of coming down to PRA? Like, what's the benefit? Is it is it just to see. You know, your feather, fellow competitors, guys in short course, or is it to actually, you know, like like talk to sponsors, talk to people that you've been with and, and check out new parts? Is that like an actual beneficial thing? I'll let you I start because so. yeah, yeah. you probably benefit from it more. Yeah. I used to work at a performance shop up, up in Green Bay, uh, Beyond Red Light Performance for six years. And we'd come down here every year kind of as our 
you know, shop get together slash Christmas party. And just, it was a good way to learn some stuff too. But yeah, we'd always see parts that were applicable to what we were doing in the shop and, you know, see they, you know, sometimes release new products down here and stuff like that, that could help us on our various projects and stuff like that. But you know, it's also a good excuse to go out and get hammered every night too. Or one night. Or one night. Or one night. But no, and even this year on my own, like seeing, um, yeah, again, new products and just new ways they're applied in the full vehicles and stuff like that too, just to see how they're using to spark my ideas and how I can build my own stuff that way too. And it was also, it was a new thing um, last year with having my own race car too, just to see stuff that could potentially benefit me that way and, you know, stuff like that also, so. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's How many years have fun. you came? This is probably sixth or seventh. I, I, I came here when I was 18 was the first Ooh, time they sneaked me into the bars. Damn, that is a veteran. Your mom, Kathy, had to sneak me into the bars and pretend to be my mom. The first year he came down <laughs> here. Hey, no. shout out to Mama no, G. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mama G. Mama no, G. No, G wasn't here, but Johnny and Kathy were. And yeah, trying to make me pretend that she was my kid and sneak me in. And it worked sometimes. She was your sometimes kid? Then Just pretend. Did I say that backwards? <laughs> <laughs> Pretend I was her kid. There you, there you go. go. There you, there you go. go. And there sometimes go. it worked, sometimes it didn't. But so well, little, little hammy, little hammed up. Little ham- no, hammed he slept up. all night. He's oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He was no, down no, bad last night. Down bad. Little hammy yesterday morning for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say this is probably my third year coming here, and my biggest thing, like what I would tell people is if you've never been, one, it's cool. Yeah. You'll see 10,000 turbo cars and uh, a lot of just cool billet machine parts. Yeah. But in the off-road industry, usually there's somebody from every manufacturer standing on the floor in that like vision wheel impact. Um, you can go down the line from MPI to PWR radiators to mm-hmm. um, everyone's here, right? And you can put a name and a face together and it makes it a lot easier actually being able to know who you're working with and if they have new products coming usually they'll tell you about them here um and people that know actual detailed information about all these products and answer you know very technical detailed questions about everything which is really nice and you can bypass a lot of emails right yeah Yeah. oh yeah you can have a conversation in 10 minutes and know exactly everything you want i mean for instance jeb here wanted a suit a helmet whatever we went to a couple different places was able to go to impact try on different sizes different styles get measured for a suit everything right there talk about them with it and by the time they go home it's sorted out yeah Yeah. so there's a there are some companies that have people on hand right there ready to take orders get you Mm -hmm. measured up suit um they all have stuff to try on touch feel grab whatever you want to do with it just don't steal it yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) No, and and it seems pretty good to, uh, you know, everyone's really good about like things like I've I've left, obviously, like podcast equipment and stuff here. Yeah. And and it's, you know, nothing too crazy. So, no, dude, like it it really is beneficial. What about you, uh, Leland Days? There we go again. <laughs> just call me Merle. All right, Merle. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually with you, dude. This is my first year. Really? And, um, you know what? I'm pretty mind blowing. I think uh, for anybody that hasn't been to the PRI show should definitely come. It's definitely uh, a great experience with everything See that's you here. So. so how do you spell on that? <laughs> Sorry. The way you said it made me definitely come. Yeah. Yeah. 
C-U-M. You gotta, okay. you gotta <laughs> not, yeah, you gotta not <laughs> emphasize that. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's really good to come here. And, yeah, uh, yeah really they good. should definitely come. He says. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. All right. Oh my God, step, bro. It's definitely, uh, yeah. it's definitely a good feeling when you come here. So. No. <laughs> no. Wow. Now we can't wow. Say that word for the rest of the podcast. Uh, I love it. All right, that, that word's out. That word's yeah, out. we'll we'll use arrive instead. Like, oh my God, I'm arriving. I'm arriving. I'm arriving. We're gonna go ahead and use that one. Okay. So deal. Um, no. So like, like you guys said. What do you think so far? Yeah. yeah honestly, yeah. How walk you? I've not gotten the chance to like walk around, walk around, but I have. I've walked from different sections of like PRI and even on my way here to the booth. Like it's cool, man. Like you said, it, it's really cool it's to a see. Small yeah, yeah, yeah. To do all to see all the demonstrations, like you said, like like the helmets, the suits, uh, different like displays that are out there that are very like interactive. I th- like I think it's great, man. I think it's wonderful. I mean, it's cool to see the cars. It's cool to actually see like parts on display and everything else that you like might need. You know, yeah. I, I kind of then tried to think of it as like from a media standpoint. Like if we went to like a media thing like this, you know, different lenses, different cameras, yep. different like you know, monitors, batteries, and, and, and tripods. It's like, there's so many different kinds of equipment that you can use. You're like, oh, what suits me? What suits this? Like, mm-hmm. it's a one-stop you know, shop. Yeah, so like our cameras, man. So like the, the, the guy that's filming for PRI, Bryant Lambert, he's got the same cameras that we do, but he's got them like tricked out, like cinema stuff. And <laughs> Jeffrey and I were kind of like, like, damn, dude, he's got like the same cameras. Like, like these cameras are, are great. They're doing what they meant, they're, they're meant to do with how Brian has them set, set up. Meanwhile, we've got them in the fucking dirt and dust yeah. and snow. <laughs> beating the piss and dude, out of beating them. the piss out of them. And we're just, we felt kind of bad. Like we weren't like using the reds correctly. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Like we, we'd rather yeah. do it that way. And, and, and we can always, we can always get stuff for the reds to like do stuff like this. But um, no, like we've learned a lot. Yeah. I think, they, I think, you know, as impulse, with them working with Bryant, doing a show like this, and then just me being here and being able to like talk to everybody and have like a round table discussion instead of it being like me, Jeffrey, Lyle, and then one guest. Right. And and, yeah. and I, I understand some people might miss that dynamic of like the three of us because it, it can get really resy at times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's why I enjoyed like the round table stuff. And, and I prefer to do it like with somebody that you're comfortable with or, or whatever. Like I understand like, you know, Jim Beaver and Corey weren't like, you know, best of friends. But, you know, they, they're in the industry. They can at least talk and have a conversation. But, you yeah. know, the other guys were fortunate enough to have and in just kind of fuck around, you exactly. know, talk about coming and shit. Talk about arriving. Arriving. <laughs> arriving. Yeah, I think the best way to explain yeah. it in a in a nutshell way is it's a smaller SEMA, but way more industry directed in racing performance. Yep. Yes. Where SEMA is so much everyone hears about SEMA and how big it is and all the people and all the cars, but it is like ginormous, right? But it's it's not necessarily performance like racing based. Yeah. To me, this is the best one-stop shop racing based industry show you can come to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So some of the questions then, uh, you know, that I've been asking and uh, yesterday, man, I was just, I was on one. I was, uh, you know. And you were was, soberly on one. I was soberly yeah, on one, man, where, you know, I, 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 I was, we were talking about, you know, all things MAO, 
uh, champ, the new schedule, stuff like that. So, I mean, we're going to kind of talk about it with, like with you guys as well, because I enjoy getting different viewpoints, different opinions, you know, on somebody who's coming back, you know, to champ, somebody who's obviously been in it for a very long time. And, and you know, Leland as well. I want all levels of it. Dude, we were going from obviously this Taylor Roloff, you know, the 1600 light buggy. He's going to 1600. But then we're getting opinions all the way up to Pro 4. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I think there's no better way to do it than to get opinions from everybody. So with that being said, you know, the whole MAO thing, when that came out in the email with it not happening anymore, what were your guys' thoughts, I guess, and opinions on it? Was, did, did it affect you at all in any way, Leland or, or Matty V, with, with that happening? And the reason I ask that is because I've noticed a difference between pro drivers, how they responded and how sportsman drivers responded. Sportsman drivers seem to be like, ah, like, okay, I guess, but pro drivers, it's a different thing for them because some of them had title sponsors yeah. based on that series. Yeah. Now that it's gone, I guess, how has it affected you two? I think, I think uh, one of the biggest things is exactly what you said is, uh, you know, you go out and try to get like more sponsors and advertise that you're racing two national series, you know, because yeah. like I, I myself was going to try to race the AOE series and the Champ Off-Road series. And uh, so I was using that as leverage for to try to get bigger sponsors. And, and then when that went away, it just kind of took away that opportunity. So um, I think that's the biggest part is just trying to get, you know, funding for the year and uh, try to get as much seat time as you can at, at as many race events as you can. So do you think that um, changes with the new champ schedule, though? Because they did add now it's eight rounds. So they added more weekends. Do you think you can use the same leverage? I don't see why not. <laughs> that's, that's the only answer you have for that? I don't see why not. <laughs> but I mean, have you? Like, have you sat down and thought about, like, okay, obviously there's no AOE now, yeah. right? So what are we going to do? And we all knew or had a pretty good idea that Crandon was going to race, right? They're going to race other, regardless, yeah. whether it's going to be under an umbrella of another series or it's going to be under their own. We all had a pretty good idea that they were going to race. And then obviously, as we're all showing up to PRI, they release the schedule. They leave the first lean on there. They also leave Ann and Go in there, both events that people talked about not having um, as of last year were both events that were supposedly going to be a go away. And then now Lena has two of them mm -hmm. instead of just one. We're going back to Anago, and then they came back and added the Crannons on top of it. Yeah, I think that's good that they kept it all in there. I was actually <clears throat> thinking that they were going to pull away uh, one of the Dirt Cities and, and whatnot, but it's cool that they left it all in there. And, uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun. It'll be a fun 2024 year. Yeah. As a guy that I um, I wasn't 100% sure what my plan was going to be, it was very intriguing hearing them talk about all the numbers about how they were going to pay, you know, because it was just so much more than what Champ had paid. You yeah. Know? And I, I'm sure last year's numbers were similar to when I was racing in 2022, but it was... It, you know, it made me think, you know, even, hey, could I jump in a pro stock even just to fight for 10th or something like that, you know, and just because that would obviously probably pay better than winning a sportsman race, you know, at Champ Series. So it, it, it was tough for a sportsman guy like me to go around the country, just, you know, even if it was once or twice, it's still, a, you know, a big, huge job to do. But um, it was very intriguing. You know, it gets the thought in your head. And you're like, hey, is that something I could actually do, you know, to go travel across country, go racing, you know, and stuff like that. So, um yeah, I guess that's that, that. That's my. It doesn't affect me so much, much like you were saying with the other sportsmen guys. It was meh, but definitely you know it created some sparks in my mind. Like, oh, you know, is this a, a way that I could potentially race across the country? You know, even if it's once or twice, they're going to go down to Missouri or one out to the West Coast or whatever it was. 
but yeah, it's, that's the bottom line. I mean, yeah, it, it's a bummer that, that it went away. It definitely sounded that it, it was going to be a very exciting series and it had a lot of very promising attributes, but it is what it is. Well, you crazy Joe, any, uh, any opinions that you're uh, willing to comment on about MAO? I mean, like I will, I, what I'll tell you and, and what everyone heard yesterday was like, I went hard, uh, on, on the subject, on the subject matter as far as like Jason goes and then whatever decision that it was like. So for me, <clears throat> whatever the rumorville was, I, I still had something to say about it where like, let's say the rumorville was okay. Like it's health. Well, I mean, isn't that why you have a board in place? Like I right. said, I didn't want to sound insensitive, but essentially all you do is you sign off on it. Yeah. You get the thumbs up, the thumbs down. That's the whole point. You, ad- you, you admitted it to it. That's why you got the board. Right. So for me, that health reason, I thought that was bullshit. Yeah. And then it was potentially marital problems. Yeah. And I understand that that'll put a kibosh to any financial, mm-hmm. you know, decisions like immediately. And for me, then I was like, well, I, I think that that's extremely fucking selfish for you, for, for you to essentially, you know, fuck an entire series. Yeah, absolutely. You know, be, not because. A, not a yeah. series. Yeah. A, a group of people, people that. People, an entire essentially industry. Yeah, it's you know, an industry. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I think that it was extremely fucking selfish. And we and we've seen that happen before. And I and I said it, you know, Mike Jenkins had that happen to him too with with his whole thing. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but dude, it it's fucking selfish. Yeah. And it's like we don't have an answer for it. It's 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 like what is an acceptable answer? If it's if it's a legality thing, then say it. Yeah. At least come out and say it. But hey, man, it's a legality thing. I can't comment on it yet. But unfortunately, this is what has happened. I'm sorry, guys. Then it's like okay. Be a man and, and fucking say it. Don't be a coward. Yeah. Don't be a coward and hide behind it. If you, if if the kitchen was too hot, say it. If you if you couldn't cool aff- her down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you if you couldn't afford it, say it. If if, yeah. if the race week, weekend was too much, fucking say it. But at yeah. least say it. Don't don't just sit back and and come out with some bullshit email where you're like we're gonna focus on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Down here in uh, Jane, Oklahoma, we're gonna be a family friendly environment. I'll wipe my ass with that, man. Right. Like I thought it was bullshit, and and I said it. I'll say it again uh, the third day, too, man. When someone brought up Jason, I was like, fuck Jason. I was like, I don't it's, care. It was almost a repeat of Jamie. It's exactly what I thought, too. When, when he was doing that, I was like, this sounds like Jamie. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to entertain it. I'm going to hope for it. Because for me, I have my own personal reasons why I would have preferred that. Mm-hmm. But it was something to look forward to. And I even said it, too, where I was like, if there are people out there that were like, oh, well, you know, that's. You know that that that's on you or serves you right for for believing in that. And I was like, well, you go fuck yourself if you think that. Right. Because like, God forbid that you have your own reasons why you're looking forward to something else. Yeah. For us, it was, you something know, double new. the clients, double the series, double the pay. Like, dude. Yeah. Something God, new, something fresh. Yeah. God forbid that we're looking for something different or more. Yeah. yeah right. Or more. So yeah. I was like, mm. you go fuck yourself with that. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, if you would like to comment as much as you would like on Mao, please by all means. Yeah. My outlook. So I take a, a, a positive and a negative from it. Yeah. The positive is, thank gosh, he didn't go through with it. Yeah. And do a really shitty series. Yeah. Because then then it really would have been bad. Because mm-hmm. if we would have all committed to MAO and he just half-assed it, right? The odds that Champ was going to make it if all the pro drivers went to MAO, they probably weren't going to make it. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine Champ having to promote that they don't have any pro trucks. They got, we got six pro specs, a couple UTV classes and sportsmen. 
their numbers are going to go way down. They're going to go, this isn't making sense for us. Let's just shut it down. And then you get MAO that half-assed it, but we already committed to it. And we're kind of just in this bag of rocks now. And it's just fucking getting whirlwind around above your head. (laughs) And you're just along for the ride, getting the the shit beat out of you up there. Um, isn't isn't ideal either so the fact that the positive is is they got out of it soon enough that we were all able to make uh adjustments adjustment a decision yeah um there's still time that drivers can get together maybe work with champ or work with the tracks to try to improve things that we were all unhappy with currently in champ so that being said, that that little bit of time frame and just kind of taking the easy road out was beneficiary to us other than obviously not having someone to race. Mm-hmm. On the other side of it, I know um, employees that are here right now that were employed till three days ago yeah. at MAL. Yeah. So not only did they cancel their series, uh, the, the truck series, they have basically fired their entire staff at their UTV sit. At, at J Oklahoma at their facility and still have produced and released uh, a new schedule of what they're going to race. So obviously they're still trying to race and they're still firing people. To me, that, that leaves me to believe it was maybe something that snowballed and got out of control too fast. And one, we didn't even have rules yet, right? Yeah. We didn't have a name for a series. We didn't have rules. And there was a race coming in three months. How do you expect anyone to do anything? When I was on rule meetings for two and a half days, up till 30 minutes before that thing, an hour before that thing <laughs> got so released. Wild. We were we were literally, we had, um, Brian Bennett was a tech guy, was, was gonna be like the head of, not necessarily just UTVs or whatever, but yeah. broad spectrum of, of tech. And he's like, they gave me two days to write a complete rule book. Because they were worried, they were really worried about getting in a lawsuit with Champ over like plagiarizing or something like that. Yeah. So I think between all of that, they didn't even know they didn't have rules or, or any of that going. This is all things that that I think they thought was happening. And then all of a sudden they started getting pressure and pressure and pressure and people wanted the answers and and they were going, what do you mean? I'm, I'm paying this, 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 this all these people but what's happening and everyone and we're all sitting here going absolutely fucking nothing clearly yeah we're all sitting here with our hand on our dick going are we gonna race are we not like a good bit of us couldn't even sign contracts because there's no name to put on it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, we got deals we done and we're sitting there and we're going it'd be really nice to have a contract so that i know what my deal is for next year and i can keep moving and they're going well we're promising you a deal, but we can't sign nothing because we don't even have a name to put on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it was like, we were so far behind already. And I think there was, I've talked to multiple people with multiple different manufacturers that have also said that they were trying to get in contact with whoever there to get some answers and get stuff sorted out mainly so that we could get contracts out. Right. And they couldn't, they didn't hear any from any of them. They were just ghosted. They're like, we were ghosted for two months. Yeah. Never got a response from anybody. So my opinion on it was, I think it got out of hand. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh no. Little, are you a little dusty? How early did you get up? 
uh, at like 8.30? No. Yeah, just so we y'all know, at, RJ just stepped we, over We here. went to bed at like 5. Yeah, I was going to say it was late. It was late. Or early. Or early. <laughs> the sun was coming up. You guys went to bed at 5 a.m.? Well, we went back to the house afterwards and got caught talking and having fun at the house. Too, well, Tito, so. I don't know if you know this, but the bars here are open till three. Yeah. They're open here till three? Yeah. 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 Fuck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Tonight. <laughs> Jeffrey wants to leave at like 530, Just 6 stay up. Just stay up. Just stay up. Just stay up. Just stay up. How long are strip clubs open? 4 a.m.? I don't know. There's a two-star one here. <laughs> <laughs> Is there really? Yeah, absolutely. The Red Guard no. Garter? I'm pretty sure. Red Garter? Red Garter. Red Garter? Red Garter. Red Garter. Is what we're being told. Two star. Two star. You bring quarters bring instead of dollars. <laughs> every t- every team's a C team. <laughs> every team's a C team. But yeah, so I think it got out of control. They didn't know how to reel it back in, and their best bet was to just get out before they were upside down and really, really put us all in a bad decision. So... Um, As an outside guy looking on it, too, something inside me could drop. And something I was just thinking of that was based off that conversation. You know, Jason was obviously the boss of everything. But, you know, it seemed like a good company, the boss should be able to step away and stuff should be able to still happen and take place, you know, if it's all structured properly. But it seems like maybe the foundation was not built correctly enough where the thing could run itself without Jason. Yeah. yeah. And his wife. His wife was severely involved in everything. Like, anytime anything didn't get done she had to be the one that like got mad and went and tried to get something done because it wasn't getting done. Yeah. So I would say, uh, there just was a whole lot of not miscommunication. Yeah, Miscommunication and amongst, amongst the amongst, structure, uh, the, structure the, the, because two, all their head the guys are gone. Like Billy's gone. Billy ran the whole thing. All their MA, their series, all the other races and everything they had there. He's gone. They fired all their staff, even at the track. So it's so wild, yeah, dude. Like so people were I think quitting. It got out of hand. Like people were quitting jobs and like moving, moving, mm-hmm. and they moved there and then got fired. And then got fired. Yeah, like I said, man. Tell but, you what, twenty twenty three is not completely over yet. But no, I yeah. mean, it's a crazy dude's, year. Dude's got to be a running for scumbag of the year, right? It's got to be tops, right? It's got to be close to one. No. Yeah. Right. yeah, I, I, I think mean, I think right now. I mean, made a little fresh, yeah. but it's tough without not without knowing the exact reason. You know, it's yeah. tough yeah. to yeah, say. It's, it, it's, yeah. still, it's still a bummer. Yeah. You know, but we don't know yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was it was a lot of hype and lead up and a lot of yeah, talking and it sounded, and, like, and sounded like we were all going to be able to go racing and make some money and and bring the sport bigger and better that mm-hmm. like we all want yeah. right? right. And then it was like a quick slap, Shwack, down, down boy. Yep. Back to with a tortilla, right yeah. across. The face. Just one of those, uh, be like, be like, psych. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say psych, please. Um, then the uh, the other thing that we were talking about then uh, was uh, PRI here. I know that you know CJ, you and I uh, and the boys, we've talked about you know champ extensively, especially at the end of the year, on, on what we feel that they could do better as far as like their their product goes. Like I said, we talked about you know entertainment and just how we're able to kind of bring that weekend experience up. So since we've talked about that, we're not even going to address that. I, I asked other people because I, again, I value their opinions Yeah. as far as like classes go, different ages go outside eyes, inside eyes, you know, lower class, stuff like that. So that was great to know. But what I want to know is uh, something that I brought up and realized was that, you know, uh, world of outlaws here, NHRA, IHRA, IndyCar, you know, name, name the series. They're here. 
And at first yesterday, I was kind of peeved about it that, you know, Champ wasn't here. And, you know, today after speaking on it, it's one of those where now I feel like you got to come here. Like you guys have to come here. Like it, it needs to be a priority. And at least that's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Do you feel the same way? Because, I mean, like I said, the point I made is we've got one off-road truck here. And, you, you know, plenty of pictures being taken and it's great for his sponsors. But it's like, how do we do, how do we maximize the that? Sport. Yeah. How do we grow mm-hmm. the sport if we, if we get an island here, you know what I mean? And, and you put clips of what our series is about, you know, and I even brought up the, the, the main camera guy there for champ, Brody base, plenty of footage. He can do a, a edit. No problem. Again, if they need stuff from us, absolutely. You know, like I said, we're always trying to grow the sport. And in your opinion, do you think that it, it is vitally important or just like moderately important? that champ needs to, to be at PRI. I think they absolutely should be. Yeah, very But important. it also goes in a respect, in, in my opinion, of the racers, right? We've all kind of had the same complaint for a while here now that it seems like the marketing and the going out and getting and growing us bigger just hasn't maybe been that top priority. And something like this kind of shows that right if you came here and had your booth set up for me to me as a driver running your series it would be like hey they're trying to grow it they're trying they're here they're broadcasting us as racers they're broadcasting their series as to all these new people all it's all racing industry people yeah there's every billion company there is here in the industry who knows maybe someone here would walk by the the series booth and be like hey how do we be involved in this yeah yep and that all helps build the a series better and when the series is bigger it helps us get sponsors it's all a snowball effect right so by not being here is basically just like not voting for yeah. something right from the get go yeah. just mm-hmm. just saying well we don't really care we already got the tracks we're going to do what it is what what do we need to promote it's like that we have no competition right i mean yeah. world of outlaws and all that there's multiple dirt track series they're all trying to be the elite one so they're here promoting their series to be better to show why they're the number one why whatever where short course just so happens to be one of those industries that doesn't have that but it's like now it's getting taken for granted that it's not there Mm -hmm. if you're here you're at least showing us that you're trying right how hard would it be to put two people in it you walk in the the door here and there's an indie car hanging from the ceiling you walk right behind it and there's videos of champ playing on the on the screen yeah, ultra four boots. yeah ultra four short course all this clips there ain't a single off-road thing in here yeah like they're, like they're, they're playing videos because they think it's cool yep. yeah and it's literally the grand entrance that you walk in the videos playing there are off-road are off-road mm-hmm. and in the yeah. off-road series ultra four champ off-road so on so forth not a single one of them are here, here. yeah and the thing of it too is I feel like like as far as like booth goes, I mean, <clears throat> obviously that, that there's a cost there. I'm not sure what the cost is, but I feel like that cost is well worth it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I believe that it's worth the price of admission. Yeah, and, and marketing. And, and and I get too, you know, you, you gotta bring TVs or whatever you gotta set up, that's additional cost. But I feel like short course is so built on, you know, uh volunteers, voluntary stuff. I mean, if you need a TV, I'll go fucking buy a TV for you. I'll go buy two, man. Yeah. Like, dude, whatever it takes to like help build it help promote it like if, if you go next year and you need help man ask can you yeah. imagine the man if they were just like hey like we uh who's willing to come out and help out at like pri to help like get things set up kind of promote the sport 
How, yeah. many, how many hands would go up? Yeah, all kinds of them. How many hands would go So it's like... Especially you, if they did like a, hey, we want one one sportsman car, one yeah, pro, exactly. pro truck or three yeah. vehicles or whatever, two sportsmen, yeah. whatever, from a, a buggy, a super stock, and then a pro a full-size truck yeah. or something like that, like the three, and they, they left it open. Dude, there'd be people crawling that are like, oh, that'd be sweet to have my car in the booth. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, pro two, pro four, like who's ever the champion. It's like, hey, we would like to have your car down there. Which it's, it's not always that easy yeah. because some a lot of people are selling cars or rebuilding yeah, cars or whatever. Yeah. But just having the opportunity to your racers in general would be, I think they'd all be thrilled on it. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And and like I said, it was, <laughs> like like I said, it, it pissed me off yesterday, but then I just kind of took a second, you know, thought about, about it. And I was like, okay, there are. A lot of logistics to it. Snowcross going on. Snowcross. So uh, that was another thing that hit my mind too, is that they have trouble again. Is that they have uh, uh, snowcross going on next weekend. So I can understand in you know capacity where their their mindset is there, but at the same time, it's not snowcross season yet. I I get you're gearing up for it, but that's next weekend. And we've talked. I mean, we've obviously walked around for three days now, and there hasn't been a single um, vendor that we've talked to that said you know everybody said. This is, this is always a great show for us. And you know, we talk yeah. to so many yeah. people, you know, they always make so many different connections. Nobody, you know, everybody had a super positive yeah. attitude about having a booth here. You're like, yeah, no, like, no one's been like, it's a waste of money. No, yeah. it's a single one. And obviously they're going to probably cover it up and not just fly out, tell us that, but you know, everybody was super yeah. genuinely positive. It seemed like, and, and just touch on something else, like having a booth here, you know, there's so many racers that race so many different things, you know, even if they, they haven't heard of it, say like a, late mile guys walking around and sees the champ booth and it's like oh what's this you know maybe just ha- didn't happen to hear about it you know everybody crosses over all the time racing different types of things so it'd be a super cool opportunity if champ had a booth set up here or something the like boss that. is yeah. here yep the, the boss, boss is here boss so here. remember, remember boys we're talking about arriving okay arriving. <laughs> yeah, we're arriving we're yeah. arriving oh my god step bro we're arriving <laughs> i have arrived three hours ago <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to PRI. I was I was in the room. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so just want to stop by, say hi, show my Hi face. Jeffrey. What are you doing? Working? Yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> I yeah. love it though. How's your first Brian, PRI experience? <laughs> How many days have you been here? What? How many days have you been here? Since Tuesday? You've been here the whole time. Yes. I've never seen you. Every day. It's come working. I say, where are Don't get me started. Yeah. Don't get me started yeah. right now. Working. Don't get me started. You're still lost. I am. Rob, I Rob's I, looking I for you. That way. Rob's looking for you. Oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the boss, Jeffrey. The boss, Jeffrey Keeble in the house. We're holding the fort down for you. Hey Jeffrey, we were, my gym bro. We were thinking about maybe uh, slipping a little like uh, what's to come in there. What do you think? Arrive. So yeah, like, like off season stuff. Like a little, like some off season stuff. What kind of off season stuff? I don't know. We were, we were talking about maybe sliding something in there. Yeah. yeah. What are we sliding in where? What's, what's going on? They don't. They don't even know about it. Yeah. What's? Oh no. What's no, no. 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 I, hey, I've no, been. Hey. I've been tight lipped. Damn. I'm over here just fucking telling everyone in the world. <laughs> oh, no, everybody knows. <laughs> no, 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 no one knows about it. Yeah. It took me a, a half a second. I was like. Wait, what? I'm I know. I could tell. I could tell that you yeah, I've been weren't quite as, clear. I've been uh, falling asleep with the phone in my hand on. 
On. On. Every night. Yeah. Well, Ask Tino what he had to listen to for like big. 20 minutes. My balls are getting blue over here. Let's fucking go. Listen to, uh, He's about ready to arrive. <laughs> so Adam Devine, the, the comedian. Yeah. So he did an interview about how he got the pitch perfect, like how his audition went. And he fucking fell asleep with it on like a, like a TikTok video of it, and I could I could almost it's just on repeat. I could almost memorize it. Yeah, but let's hear like, it. Yeah, let's hear I, what you got. <laughs> at the time, like when it was playing, I knew what was going to be said. Now that was like two nights ago. Where'd he go? He's right there. Oh, okay. He's filming. Yeah, it was like it was like two nights working. ago. Yeah, it was. I was like laying there. I was like, oh, and then I just repeated it in my head, and then I, and then it would like, and then I got curious. I'm like, okay, where does it start? Where does it stop? Because it was all one. One fluid oh, like so conversation. You're trying to, you're trying to so figure yeah, it out. so then I was trying to figure it out, and I was like thinking about what he said, and it was like a loop that you wouldn't like when you're listening. You're like, I don't know where this starts or where this ends. Like it's just, I, I couldn't figure it out. So I'm laying there. I'm like, he's gonna wake up eventually, and he didn't. And I was like, um, uh, <laughs> and then and then I heard him. I heard him stop snoring, and then I heard some rustling, and then his phone went off. And I was like, oh, thank you're God. like, thank the Lord, yeah, thank God, God. because I wasn't quite tired yet, so I was kind of just still, chilling. yeah, I was still kind of chilling on my phone. And I didn't want to turn my volume up too loud to be rude, and you know, because he's keep sleeping. Turning, just keep turning. Yeah, it up but then I started getting, I started getting a little pissy. Then when I was like, <laughs> shut that off. So the the, uh, the thing that uh, Crazy Joe. Right, okay, thank you, Jeffrey. See you, Jeffrey. The thing that uh, the last thing we'll talk about then is our uh, potential upcoming podcast that was the birth child, the idea of. CJ Greaves. CJ uh, reached out to Jeffrey and uh, he wants to start a podcast called the Off Season Podcast. Uh, clearly, oh, there it is. That's clearly, cool. clearly the off season of Short Course. So once uh, once that season's done, uh, we would start up a podcast. It would be me, Jeffrey, Lyle, and uh, CJ be at his house. And uh, what he wants to do is, uh, you know, reach out to other drivers and other disciplines, whether it's like circle track, oval track, square track. Anything, square track. <laughs> any Triangle. kind of racing, yeah. Any, any any other kind of racing, any other people that he knows, uh, and we'll just talk about it. Like we'll have a good conversation, introduce you know other people, and uh, just kind of figure out what's what's happening, man. And, and yeah, well, congratulations, dude. So yeah, that'd be sweet. It came about because um, Jeffrey and I were talking just about like the off season. What what do you got going on? And I'm and and just the podcast in general and the growth of the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I've thought about doing like my own podcast during off season because we know so many people, right? Mm -hmm. We come to so many shows. We know so many people in so many different industries, whether it's people that are sponsors, um, head guys at companies to dirt track racers, to RC racers, to motocross racers, to, you know, there's such a broad range pavement racers of people that we know as between snowcross racers as a group. Um, it would be sweet to get them on like just like an off season show. And I'm like, it'd be awesome to have it like presented by impulse media or something like that. I'm like, I don't really care about having anything to gain from it. I'm like, I just like talking, coming yeah. on, getting on with my buddies, like hanging out. And I'm like during, and they were talking about stopping the show. We did the last one um, before we went to New Zealand. They're like, this is gonna be our last impulse media show for a while. We're going to cut it off for the off season, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, this would be perfect. We could, we could start like its own little segment just for the off season and really make it even though it's it's the impulse show. Right. We want to keep the, the nature of the impulse show, but make it just be broader than just off road racers. Sure. Right. There's there's not that much racing going on right now to just keep it off road. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we're like, let's get 
between the, the four of us, five of us, or a group of us, we know so many people. Let's get all these other um, disciplines of racing and either, even people from as far, uh, far as LSX Matt, my buddy, he works on my UTVs um, on the race season. He is the statistics guy of dirt track late model racing. He can tell you every weekend who won, who's switching chassis, who's whatever. And I think a lot of that stuff would be like things people would like to listen to, like yeah. to be able to get it, get something stuff. like that, yeah. like that on there. A guy like that, that just pays attention to all that, knows all that. And it would one, grow the channel as a whole, right. Mm-hmm. And get a bigger audience. And then two, we'd be just be able to keep doing our thing and have a little, little homeboy hangout. That'd be sweet. During the yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I can think of a kitchen table sweet. right behind your couch that never has anything on it. That would be kind of perfect for that. We're thinking, <laughs> we were actually thinking in the, in the gaming room, oh, getting rid too. of the beanbag and putting like a nice class round table. Right and, there. It's and, gotta be and bar height though. We gotta do bar height. Bar, bar height? No yeah. sitting at the little kids table. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put up fake little like, uh, like, like whiskey glasses and shit. Yeah. It'll just be like tea. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah. So that's, that's a good idea. I love that's it. That's the thought. Um, I think we've had a couple conversations on it now and some ideas of what we're going to try to get going and we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. that'd be sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, awesome. yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll try to get it going, get it rocking and rolling. Cause yeah, Jeffrey pitched me the idea and I was kind of like, I was like, okay. And then like the more he talked, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, this, this definitely makes sense as mm-hmm. far as like, you know, like what it could be, what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, like we'll, let's say what we're doing now, we'll do the impulse show and then it's like, okay, then we'll do you know, the off season with, you know, CJ Greaves or, you know, off season presented by C by whatever. And then with CJ Greaves. And then again, we talk that with that racer, that discipline, his stuff. And then when we do the impulse show, it'll be, you know, like a snow cross, you know, rider or, you know, off road or whatever it may be. So, yeah. That's a really good idea. That'd be freaking sweet. I think it'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already stoked for it. Yeah. (laughs) I, I know so many people. Um, what was our last one? Three hours. Yeah. Yeah. That literally told me they listened to all three hours and they were not ready for it to be over. I could not believe it. And that just like sparked it in me that like people enjoy listening to podcasts and they don't really necessarily care exactly what you're talking about. Right. They want to listen to people that can carry a good conversation, have fun with the conversation, but are involved in racing industry, um, different types of racing. And that's what brought me to it. I'm like between us, we can all pick like, all right, this week. It doesn't always have to be any single person's person to pick. It could be yeah. anybody and it could be a snowball like, oh, somebody that we had on that's like, yo, my buddy, he races this and whatever. And it's like, all right, well, if you get a bunch of knowledgeable people, whether you really know them that well or not, and they're willing to get on there, people are ready to listen and, and enjoy the conversation. Yeah, I want to say have fun it, with it. Yeah, this is the the impulse is the only podcast I listen to. I'm not really a podcast guy. Yeah, but you guys are entertaining enough where I usually think it's funny. Yeah, um, I had to run the Kentucky overnight uh, a couple weeks ago to deliver a couple side by sides. Just drive straight through the night and come back. It was up for 36 hours straight and just was sick of listening to music. Listen to you guys the whole <laughs> way down there. I must went through obviously four or five episodes, but yeah, I was yeah. not bored. Just I was sitting there by myself. You know, three four o'clock in the morning. That's keeping me awake. So it's it fun. I. I as somebody who doesn't really listen to podcasts and stuff like that, you know, I can say that it's definitely interesting and definitely yeah. worth your time yeah. to keep doing it. And that's still wild to us. Yeah. Like it really still is wild to us because the way we started it was just kind of like, 
a bullshit thing or like, yeah, like we'll talk about it. Like if people want to listen, like, cool. So it's like, we were stoked when we got our first like 50 listeners. Yeah. We were like, yeah. fucking A, man. Like I listened people. to the episode yeah. you were talking about that. You're like, yeah. we just got the 500. Yeah. 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 And then episode. like, and then we were excited about 100. Yeah. And then it was like 500. And then it was like a thousand. We were just like, like, holy shit. Like, yeah. like we still, we still laugh about it. We're like, fucking like people, man. <laughs> right? That's crazy. Right? I'm like, why are they listening to us? Like, <laughs> we just say bullshit. Yeah. We just, <laughs> it's funny. But I think that's what, that's what keeps people, that's what keeps the impulse show, the impulse show. And that's what made me want to be like a part of you guys is, is we all just keep it fun. Right. Keep, and, yeah, and you never have to worry around. about any of us scripting anything. Yeah. It's going to be what you think. And I think that's what would really be fun in the off season show is with all these racers from different disciplines, yeah, you might be able to get like some of the ins and outs of all these other series and what they might be doing better, what yeah. they might be doing worse, yep. what their driver, like um, as a racer, what their input is on the local tracks and who's doing good and who's doing bad and the things that have made a difference or have hurt their sport, I mm-hmm. think is, a, is one, you can all learn and grow from it. And two, it just be something awesome to listen to for um, people that are, on road trips doing whatever exactly sitting at home freaking loved racing yeah dude and and like you said to to get the ins and outs of it but then also to kind of like open them up a little more you know yeah. like most podcasts are you know the the podium speech like you got to think about yeah. what you say and, and i understand like you guys have to watch what you say here we can be a little more open sure. you know what i mean you can swear you can kind of joke around still with our homies sitting around yeah the table. you can yeah. still Tito's have a conversation judge you fully. <laughs> yeah yeah we're not gonna judge you so it's like you know normally uh you know so like the last question before we wrap up here um you know it's just like when was the last time you ate s so go ahead manny v never you've never eaten never ass. You what still virgin in that aspect of my life you gotta get I'd on it, man. June. You gotta get on the ass eating train, yeah. dog. I'm telling you. I'd say probably June. June? <laughs> what dog? The sun was up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was no snow on the ground. What do you mean June? Was I've been gone. <laughs> I, I, no excuse, bro. That's every bro. excuse to do it. It was it's half a year gone. ago. I'm telling you, man. What about, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Leland? Yeah. Come on, Merle. What about you? What about you, Merle? Uh, I gotta say, man, I'm with Maddie V. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no longer a part of the impulse show. <laughs> oh yeah. man! Too bad see. we couldn't just like if it was on video. You grab one stool, I'll grab the other, and just give them a flip over back. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, and just, they're uh, out. Yeah. And I mean, you, I'm, Tito. I, what, I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah, opposed yeah. to the idea. I just Dude, you shave happened. your arms. There's probably no way you're gonna eat ass. <laughs> November thirteenth. <laughs> oh, to the day. Ooh. To the day. It's just before uh, Baja. Just before had, Baja. Yeah, I had to get the uh, had to get oh, the, the quick run in there. Yeah, had to get the gun empty. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're gonna be gone for a bunch of days. I had to get those clips out. <laughs> those clips out and unloaded. So. No, uh, thank you guys so much, man, for stopping by, taking time out of your day, waking up early, you know, at 12 p.m. to, uh, <laughs> to get here and do it. And then we've got our, are you, are you leaving right now? Dude, I'm literally wrapping this up. RJ, you okay. Yeah, All right. So, yeah, no, thank you guys, like I said, for, for stopping by and talking and uh, having a really good conversation. And he looks rough, dude. Oh, he, uh, yeah, he looks, he looks rough. I'm he hoping you like, grab like a what? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping he's going to go grab like a water or something because I did text him. I was like five minutes. And, but uh, thank you guys so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very yeah, much no, for man. having yeah, us. Thanks man. for having yeah, us. I and, uh, it. It so much fun. Pretty sweet sitting out at PRI. Yeah. yeah. Add it to the bucket list stuff, huh? 
Yeah, yeah, it's been really good. Impulse show live at PRI. It's always a good. The impulse show is always a good combination of bullshit and then some actual facts. You know, yeah. that people would like to know and then shoot the shit too. Yeah. back and yeah. forth. Yeah. It's, it's a nice balance. Ass eating Hall of Fame. <laughs> I gotta get there yet. I gotta get there what? yet. Is gonna be at the tin roof today. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, we gotta bring you out, man. Let, let me find that. Let me clean this up. Let me find out what Jeffrey and Lyle are doing, and, and I'll stop by tonight. There's there's a rock stop band. Stop. They say no band. country. Yeah. Stop by. Yeah. Stop by. He stop says. by. We'll keep you in there. Either that, we're just gonna come pretty, kidnap I'm you. I'm pretty good I mean. at spinning that fun <laughs> listen, wheel. Either way you're going. Merle, you're strong. Either I don't know if you're, I don't, I don't I don't know if you're me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he's got like 115s on the bench. I believe it, man. Dude. We'll get on the grind, but not the grind. All right, boys. Love you. Love, Love you. you. Bye. Love you. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. Welcome back, America. It sure is good to see you. You got it? We're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back from our first Applebee's commercial. It's day three here at PRI. And I'm joined by uh, two guests from the uh, short course world. Sitting in front of me, we've got the number 90, the Pro 2 driver of Zach Sikowski. Hello, everybody. How's it going, brother? How you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Dude, um, I'm a little sweaty, but I'm, I'm good. I The hallways were hot. I'm still recovering and uh, still a little moist. Yeah, I'm uh, starting to feel the weekend. I'm sure you are too, Chris. And to his left and to my right, we've got the number 66. We've got the Prospect driver. We've got Chris Vandenelsen. What's up? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Uh, struggling today. Struggling? Yeah, it's Saturday what, what, at PRI. So. What kind of struggling are we talking about? Are we talking about, like, uh, didn't get, get good sleep? Is there potential dehydration? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, did you get a flat tire? Was there, you know, an alternator that went out? What, what, what kind of problems are we talking about here? Um, I would say the bed was lumpy. The bed was lumpy. But mainly it was dehydration from <laughs> overconsumption. <laughs> so we went out last night. Yeah, we went out last God, night. The tin roof got us. I feel like I'm I'm missing out, man. You know what? I got I gotta say this all I'm saying is if you people out there, if you're loving this PRI podcast, you know, days one, two, and three, you might have to just deal with one day next year because I'm, I'm missing out. I'm missing out on some parties, missing out on some stories. And if you want the hard hitting facts, you got to let me go party. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. Make sure you let Jeffrey and Lyle know that, uh, you know, I got to fly every now and then. <laughs> so Mr. Zakowski, I saw you this morning, man. You were, you were super lethargic dog. Were you, uh, are you tired or, or what's up, man? I, I, I feel like I'm not getting the, the big lovable teddy bear. Dude, it's uh like Chris said, it's Saturday at PRI. It's oh, been, uh, are you hungover? No, no, I'm not. Uh, I've actually, uh, not last night. No, I've actually uh, been all mostly business this weekend, but we had a little fun when we first got down here. Oh, are you still got a two-day t- two hangover or what? No, no, I'm just beat, man, walking around. It's just a long day. On a scale of 1 to 51, how beat are you? Scale of 1 to? 1 to 51. How beat are you? <laughs> 42. A 42, not a full-blown 51. No, 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 no. We got more in the tank. Oh, here yeah. we go. Is that what are you are we talking about then tonight or what? No, I'm going home. Oh, no, come no, on, no, man. No, you... I'm finally free. Okay, I don't want to say free because Jeffy's gonna be like, what are you worrying about drinking? <laughs> I uh <laughs> yeah, how come they keep you here with the leash on and I see them running around everywhere? Well, here's the thing. I've actually got the easy job, believe it or not. This is this is a cushy deal. And uh, they are, they're busting ass, man, filming right now, to be honest. Like, I've, I'm i not jealous. 
of them. They're there with Caleb. They're up at like 530 in the morning, oh. dude, like meeting in the lobby at six and they're filming till like the one night they didn't get back till 1245 a.m. And, and then wow. he's oh, I got to be up at 530. I'm like, yeah, you got the better gig, dude. Oh, for sure. And yeah. they're going all over this place, man. They're going from fucking aisle 100 all the way to the stadium. I just saw Jeffrey like way over on the other side of the yeah. building running around. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. Again, I don't know their schedule. I know some of what they're going for because they're, they're, dude, they're doing it all and they're cranking it out really hard. They're, they're doing interviews. They're doing lightings. They're doing uh, like sit down stuff, drone flyovers. And dude, they did the go-kart racing stuff. It's insane. Like oh, how cool. much they're, how much they're covering. And, they, and I think it's four of them. And I think they might be getting help from another guy or two, but Oh. They're they're running gun man. Are, and, they, are and, they covering the whole show or what? Are yeah, they doing? all of it. All yeah, wow. they are the PRI media team. That's legit. Like that's really cool. I didn't yeah. know they're yeah doing that. It, yeah. It's not just some impulse media thing where oh, we're just like oh, <laughs> cool. come check it out. They are getting everybody. Can you wow, do that cool. again, Lyle? What? Can you do that again? Do what? Your uh, your your interpretation of My, what well, it sounded like. Oh, what Jeffrey? Yeah. We always drinking. We always drinking, man. That was nice. That was <laughs> I just wanted to see that again. I need to wake up a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, no, dude. So it's it, it's a great deal here. Um, at PRI and, and something I've been asking, uh, you know, all my guests is, is PRI the worth of admission? Because we've got tons of short course guys down here. It's my first time down here. And I'm asking everybody, you know, what the allure is of, of PRI, man. Is, is it worth it to come down here for you guys? I think so. Um, you know, everything's in one place, right? Um, so whatever you need, you can get it here. Yesterday I was getting ear molds, you know, cause I ripped some this year and, uh, it's just the best place to come and see everything, whether you're building something new or for business or whatever, it's just, you know, anything and everything you can dream up. Um, on top of that, you know, seeing other competitors and you guys and everybody we know, you know, cause we don't have a lot of time at the track. Um, so that's nice too. I, I think it's totally worth it for anybody to come down at least once to check it out. I think it's amazing. Um, well worth it. The, like you kind of noted, every, everything is here. Um, anything you can think of and everybody is here. The thing that's crazy is you have the vendors here, but if you t start paying attention, who's actually walking around, you have companies that are just coming to take a look at what's going on or they're here to meet with people and that that's really what i feel like pri has become for us is the uh the meeting place to finally be in one centralized area that makes sense for everybody to get to so you can sit down and meet face to face with a partner or potential partner or um people you haven't seen before whatever it be it's just kind of it's all there and it's like I mean, people like Tony Stewart's walking by or yeah, I saw Rob Mack. Yeah, Rob Mack. And you start listing it. Everybody who's here in, or everybody that's racing in general, that who's who comes here. Yeah. So yeah, any level. Yeah. Right? So overall, it's yeah, it's well worth it. It's uh, it's long. It's tiring. But I've uh, I've learned over the years you come with a plan. Yeah. And you just try to knock it out in one day, essentially, with yeah. who you want to talk to, because by that time, the next day, let's say your brain's gone. Yeah. You know, it's just, I'm sure it's the same way with all the vendors too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Well, I can't remember what I was going to say. You, you threw me off with the whole, uh, the whole vendor thing. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, you had mentioned Tony Stewart, uh, do day one, uh, of PRI Thursday. Uh, we're packing, we're kind of, you know, ending the day. And Jeffrey was like, dude, he's like, 
fucking smoke Tony Stewart with my uh, tripod. <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, I swung around and hit a guy, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And then uh, he's like, oh, no, man, it's okay. And then someone tapped him and was like, bro, you just hit Tony Stewart. And he was like, oh, shit. Like, so it was it was pretty cool to kind of like be around that. I was like, did you I was like, did you go back and tell him? Be like, oh, doesn't feel good, does it? Somebody hit you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Tony turn around and knock him out? Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? So it was like, murder. No, I'm kidding. Um, so no, uh, dude, PRI. It is, it, dude, it has been a, uh, an experience so far. You know, I, I, I just uh, got done talking to uh, CJ, Maddie V, and uh, Merle Leland, and uh, it, they had asked me to kind of about it. And no, it's, it's been great. I haven't gotten the opportunity to like walk around, walk around. Like I, I've seen some exhibits and stuff like that. So I, I get it for sure. I haven't had the full experience of it, but from what I've been able to gauge, even then, man, I'd like, I for sure think it's worth it. I was already thinking about next year. And how like we want to plan and do things, how we'd like to get set up, and uh, you know, a discussion I've had, and, and I apologize to the listeners if I'm beating a dead horse and we're talking about this again, um, but just how how important is it? You think that uh, you know our industry needs to be here because again, World of Outlaw, IHRA, NHRA, IndyCar, all these other series are here. They have booths. They they, they have exposure. And, you know, we have one off-road truck here. You know, how important is it? Like, do you think Champ needs to be here? Absolutely. We've been saying that since day one. Um, like you said, all the other, you know, there's a lot of series, small, big, anything. Uh, you know, the mega truck series is here from, you know, down south. And we they should definitely be here. Um, you know, have a couple trucks in the booth and just to spread. You know, obviously, we all know we need to spread more awareness about short course, right? Like, you know, you talk to people and they know about it here, but it's not you know say as popular as the late models here right like um so absolutely um you know to gain fans just to gain exposure to gain eyeballs you know people that how many people don't know about it right yeah so absolutely 100 percent. yeah i think that and and uh the simple fact that you're here with everybody yeah in industry that would benefit from partnering with a, a race series right and the race series would then benefit by getting connections made. I mean, make it visible, make it yeah. there. And, and that's really, um, kind of what we're missing. You know, we need, we need that. It's like, uh, we, we almost, we ran before we could walk in a sense, the way we're looking at it now, like short course, now I'm going on tangent, but short course used to be, <laughs> the, uh -oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying like short course used to be something. That yeah. was that was everybody knew about short course racing. If it wasn't that, it was it was desert racing or something. But that's why we're racing here, right? Short, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and it's become um, less known over the years because we've allowed it to be. Yeah. You know, this series in the past has have allowed it to be because they haven't they haven't gone with the times, I guess you could say. And uh, that's where you know I really I I've chatted with uh, Carl before on it too where I'm like hey you guys need to be a PRI because you're gonna have such amazing feedback on yeah that. and not only that like you get a different idea on on what the hell's actually going on yeah. at this place or or what people want what do they want to see and I don't know it's it's a no-brainer in my eyes they, yeah. they absolutely need to be here and they'd be here doing the same thing me and Chris are here doing right just networking trying to partner with somebody to help out our program you know they'd, they'd be coming to do the same thing you know yeah, and, and I think something I had uh, also thought about was, you know, on, in that last podcast that I was on, 
is that you know I, I do realize and recognize that next weekend they have their first uh, weekend uh, as far as snowcross goes. So I understand that they are you know thinking about that. That's on their minds. But at the same time, you at the end of the day, you are associated with short course off road racing, and and this is something important you need to be at. And something I also said was short courses is, is based on volunteers. So if if you ask someone, I think within Champ or, or you try to get something together, like, hey man, like let's let's get a booth down there. I know it's it may not be the cheapest. I don't know the cost of it, but at the end of the day, I've asked you know everyone that sat down, is it worth the price of admission? Is it worth the price of a ticket? You know to be a vendor here to 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 do that, and and we've heard a resounding yes. So I think it needs to be a priority for next year, especially if you want the sport to grow. And um, uh, Jim Beaver said it uh, the other day is that right now, whether you like it or not, it is a regional hobby. Yep. It is. It is in South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin. And I mentioned Michigan, but people are like, that's barely Michigan because it's it's in the UP. (laughs) It's a, it's a Wisconsin North. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a technicality that it's in Michigan. And, you know, it's just kind of one of those, like, do we, do we accept it as a regional hobby or do you guys want it to, to grow more into what it could be? I'll let you answer that first. I think, I think we all want it to grow into something bigger and more national, right? More sponsors, more money keeps us all out there and keeps Mm -hmm. us going. Um, we all want that. And I, and I think we need to keep that dream alive of doing that but at the same time we can't risk torpedoing yeah the sport yep um because we all want it so bad yeah right um you know i i think it's possible but like right now you know i i don't know obviously we saw that wasn't yeah how things were gonna go yeah there's a Um, reason (laughs) yeah um but yeah yeah i guess that's my answer yeah i i see um it needs to be a steady growth to get to it. And, you know, when the AOE thing came in, of course, everybody is going to be excited about it when it's like, oh, my God, you know, this is what we've been asking for for years. Yeah. Right. And we're going to get super excited. We're going to be like, oh, yeah, hell yeah we're going to finally get this big break. The issue that we're running into, though, um, is the racers are depending on a series to be the savior. Yeah. Right nobody's putting that on themselves to market themselves yeah right as much as they should or this sport or the series where's the i mean look at it in a business term what is what is champ able to sell by a racer racing yeah there's some content there's some stuff right and i get that but where's the story what are, what are people telling the story on yep. um so <clears throat> i guess the way i'm looking at it is yeah obviously i think it's it's possible it's ha- it should happen um but right now, yeah, I, I would say it's still a regional hobby. Yeah. But, you know, like, can you can you work with partners? Can you do all of that kind of stuff to make it uh, sustainable for your program and make it so you're not working? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but is it something that everybody can start doing? No. And that's really what we have to start readjusting how we look at um, off-road racing in general, short course off-road racing is, is how to really say, okay, we need to make this bigger and better, but we got to do it the right way. And we can't just go, all right, there it is. We got yep. this. Boom. Yeah. And, 
uh, one of the realizations I had, I, I just told you before uh, we jumped on the podcast here, is that when it comes to like desert racing, um, you got to race in the desert. You know what I mean? You got to race in Baja. You got to race in Nevada. You got to race in Arizona. Um, you can't race in Florida because there's no desert there. Yeah. You know, you can't race in Kentucky. You can't race in, in Washington because there's no desert there. Yeah. <clears throat> but there is dirt in Florida. Yeah. There's Some, dirt a little bit. in Louisiana. There's dirt in, in every state. Yeah. And it's like Baja or the, or, uh, the de- desert has an excuse as far as being a regional yeah, they can't move. Regional thing, you, you, you can't move the desert. But there's dirt in every in every state. So, oh, oh, everything got like really that quiet was, for yeah. a second, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow, that was weird, man. I thought we were. Uh, I thought that was it for me, dog. Oh. I thought it was a brain aneurysm. We died. We, we all died. died. We might have. Oh. See, that's that's the PRI. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but again, and I understand it's easier said than done. You know, it, it does need to be a steady growth, but that's the potential of it. You know what I mean? That, that, that's, that's the hope. That's where we're all, that's what we're all looking for. That's what we all want. And, uh, and I just feel like, again, I, I've said this before is, is I don't feel the passions there. You know, I, I feel like, you know, we're going through the motions right now, just, just in order to stay yeah. content, to be yeah. plateau. There, there's no hope and aspirations. And I feel like that's why when MAO came around, that's why a lot of people were then about that is because there's, it seemed to be stagnant. It seemed to be content. And then there was another option there, another potential, you know, thought of what, what it could be. And, and then it didn't work out, you know, uh, again, we will, let's bring it up to you two. You know, what were you guys' thoughts then when MAO announced, you know, that email came out that nothing was going to happen. We were, I was at a dinner in, in Mexico when uh, or lunch or whatever in, in Mexico when it came out, and Keegan and I were just both like, "Well, sound like a sound like a Jamie Flannery thing to me." Yeah, right. So we, yeah. while it's while it sucked, while it sucked, we both were like, "Fuck, man!" Like like I looked at Keegan, I was like, "Were you surprised?" He goes, "I entertained it, but I wasn't." He's like, "Until I saw something, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not as devastated as as like you would think." But what were you guys' thoughts, man, when, when the email came out, when, like, the Snapchats, the the pictures and everything else came out, man? <laughs> I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, I mean, right away, it was, it was uh, I just sat there. I was sitting on my bed. Um, I think I was folding laundry or something, legit. Just looking at my email, and I'm just like, fuck. Like, it was one of those things where I was working with different partners on promoting that it's going to be a national series, that we're going to have a bigger footprint. So, for yeah. me, it's just like... All right, that sucks. Everything sucks. Like I, yeah. was, I was pissed. I was talking to my wife, and I'm like, I need, I need a fucking drink after that one. Yeah, because like, um, you got you got the the rug ripped out from under you. Now at the the same aspect of that, it was almost a um, a sense of relief in a sense because it was it was like everybody knew i swear everybody in the back of their head was just like it's too good to be true yep. it's too good to be true yep. like no way is short course gonna get this magical fucking bean bean yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and uh yeah i mean regardless of who or what or how um it's it's kind of devastating mainly because uh it makes the racers look less uh serious about it it, it kind of made yeah. us and indirectly, I guess, made us look like a joke because we're yeah. like, we're putting this out there. And then it's like, oh, guess what? Changing that up on you again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of yeah. my, my thought on it. 
so how did I feel when I read the email? Oh, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> it's like, where were you at when the email came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? It's kind of like 9-11. I was going to say it's like a 9-11 <laughs> thing. Like, where were you? <laughs> so I'm always optimistic and I don't necessarily like close doors when I, you know, hear ideas and things. Yeah. But I don't want to be the guy to say I told you so, but <laughs> we, we didn't we didn't believe the BS from yeah. the get go. Um, too good to be true. Uh, slimy salesman type. Uh, vibes I got right away from the get-go um, wanted to believe it you know right we, we, that's what we want that's what yeah. we're talking about yeah. Right? Yeah. We, we want that um, but I just I just I didn't I didn't dig it it was yeah. uh, I, I just didn't believe it from the start so when we got it we were actually at the shop and we were like you know hey, check yeah. this off. you know yeah didn't go through shocker but you know I, I like I said, I, I get why everybody had their reasons for yeah. kind of jumping on the bandwagon, but we just didn't. Um, yeah. So, I don't you know, know and, and that's and that's the thing, too, is like for me, you're kind of one of the I don't want to say only people, but, you know, like you said, everyone else was was excited for it. You know, I know that we, you know, at Impulse had our own reasons on what we were excited for yep. again. Like I totally um, understand. Yeah. Like, like we had our like, again, two series, man two clients, double the clients, double the series, double the work, double the pay, yep. you know, an opportunity yep. to, yeah. to venture into a new series, like, you know, new people. Uh, we were, we were excited to see Nogs again. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what we were also excited for. Is it you know? to say rip Nogs? And then, yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's I, a I, do like, him I know I do still. too. He messaged <laughs> me like a few days ago and, uh, it's, it was one of those two where we had thought about bringing the project back that that maybe we could maybe we could do that like we had thought about it and we're like what would it what would it cost for it so then we started putting like you know costs together and like we could really maybe do this thing and obviously that that didn't happen didn't go through and we're like well that was a bummer for us then because what we want to do is that project Mm -hmm. that's that's what we want we want to tell the story we owe it to you guys as drivers to to tell that story you know what i mean to be a part of that to showcase what you guys can do and when we can't do that bombs us out so but yeah zakowski you are you are one of the guys that you know what so what what is it what is it that like i again we again we all heard the too good to be true you know everyone was really like hopeful and then you said you normally you're optimistic like what was what was some childhood trauma that like made you <laughs> <laughs> who hurt you yeah. <laughs> who hurt you man who promised you the world and didn't deliver so then you're like you know what next time I see it I'm gonna recognize it yeah I just been through this before you know yeah. not, not short course specifically yeah you know but but like you know we used to race ATVs we used to do side by sides multiple different series like we traveled around the country doing it and just. I've heard it before. Yeah. You know, though, here I'm the savior coming to, <laughs> I got a better idea than everybody. And, but it's not just that, uh, you know, I grew up, you know, my, my parents own a business and my father's a very no bullshit person. Yeah. Calls it the way he sees it. And that's, you know, kind of how I grew up. So we, you know, we were kind of looking at it. I don't know. I guess it just burned into me like that. Yeah. Um, so, oh, got quiet again. Yeah. I don't know what that is, Ooh. dog. Huh. But yeah, nobody hurt me. Well, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> what's blink, her What's her name? Blink yeah. twice. <laughs> Are you in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Just, but we we really did. Um, we kept saying around the shop, you know, like like great if it happens. Like we weren't 
we weren't shitting on the idea completely. Yeah. You know, like I said, being optimistic, but you know, just when somebody promise you, promises you the world and they have the right answer for everything, chances are they're lying to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, mm. so that's, I don't know. Yeah. And, and, and that was, like you said, is, is one of those where you almost have to talk to the people around you and ask how they feel. Cause yes. I mean, like I said, admittedly, like I had our own things that I'd, I'd wanted to do that I was excited for. And then once I talked to Keegan, he kind of then again, has that, had that mentality kind of like, again, with you is that he will entertain the idea, but it, it sounded too good to be true. And when, yeah, when he brought it up, he's like, ah, I don't know, man, it kind of reminds me of like Jamie. And I was like, Oh fuck it does. Mm-hmm. And so then for me, I was able to curb my expectations and, and manage that kind of thing. So then I was like, all right, like I'd say, I think I said, I figured 60, 40, like 60, 40. I thought maybe it was going to happen. 40% of me was like, how oh, what if, and if it doesn't like, don't be, don't put all your eggs in it. So it didn't happen. We we're down in Mexico. I was like fucking. And then, and then you start hearing about all this stuff oh, on like why it didn't happen. Yeah. So then, then, then I get mad at, you know, I guess you, and, and everything you had done. And I, I told you guys before, and like I, I told the podcast mm-hmm. stuff too, was just, um, I guess for you guys, what would be, I don't want to say like a good excuse, but what, what would be something where you're like, okay, like I understand why you, why you backed out of an entire series. I can understand why you moved people across the country, had them quit their jobs, and then you pulled the rug underneath this from them. really pointed. Yeah, like, like what, what would be... Who what would you? be the, <laughs> Jason, that motherfucker. No. <laughs> uh, what would be, like, an acceptable answer? Because, again, like I said, if it's a legality thing, man, just, just say it. And then we get it. We understand it. Like, all right, you got your own shit going on. But it just seems like we're not even getting a... An answer. And I, I get it. You don't owe us an answer, but I can then still say that I think you're a fucking douchebag. So. Mm. Pass. Pass. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't know you could do that. I know. Um, no, I, honestly, there's no reason for lack of transparency un- unless it's something that is absolutely life-threatening or has to be close to chest. There... If, if that, I'm sorry, but if this guy ever wants any type of um, accountability or, or uh, anything, if honestly, if he wants a name that's respected in, in the off-road industry, I can't believe that there's not at least a release that's more maybe apologetic or more, more of an explanation as to what, why, and how. Yeah. Uh, to to everybody that put their program together, to the guy that's, that they moved across the country and to do all of this stuff that, you know, somebody had to quit their job and go work for him. And then it's like, oh, yeah, see you later. Well, and then there were also like race teams too, man, that were yeah. selling, you know, two series. Yeah. You know, that were, that, that, that could get title sponsors off of that. Yep. And then for you to just kind of, I don't know, like, again, just. What makes, what frustrates me so much about it is, you know, short course is so fragile. I think me and you were talking about this this morning. It's, it's already such a fragile thing, you know, and and it's been, you know, it had its heyday. It's been through some ups and downs and, you know, ownership changes and drama and this and that. And, you know, it's like, just, it's just so shitty that it's already so sensitive and fragile. And, and, you know, for a guy like that to come in and just make it worse and make it look worse just you know it's just frustrating it's it just sucks for everyone involved i mean yeah i made the the joke um 
probably last week. I'm like, I feel like he almost came into this to ruin every other series and or sport and just build up <laughs> Mid-America. Mm-hmm. That's you know, terrible. Yeah, you say, know what? Oh, I mean, there's a there's a conspiracy yeah, there. Right? You know what? Wow. Uh huh. Wow. Heard you, it here first. You know what? That's a good conspiracy. Like, <laughs> like how it. how can I how can I build up in America? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take advantage <laughs> of that that girl over there who just got done with a breakup. Yeah. Not even a breakup. I could see that relationship is rocky, and I'll well, promise the her the world. And then and then and then get the fuck out of there, mm-hmm. and and let her be known like, hey, I run this company though. Yes. You know, ooh, there's a there's something. There's a right. Maybe. Yeah, tell you, mine. Jeff, Jeffrey's gonna love that. Jeffrey's a big conspiracy guy too. Yeah, I love, <laughs> love, yeah, I got one too. I I think, I think it was all a bluff from the start. I don't think the guy had the money. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a con. I think it was a long game con. And I don't know the details, right? I I wasn't any in, in any behind you know closed doors conversations about it, but. I think uh, I think he thought Champ would just fold up shop and go away. Yeah. If they put enough pressure on him, and then they Champ pushed through and released the schedule, released the Fox Sports one, and he went, "Uh oh," and that's it. Man, I don't get why this audio keeps dipping. That's you guys weird. hear that too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Huh. Um. No, I. I. It's just a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember what I was going to go with that. The audio kind of fucked it up for me. Um, yeah, the, the 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 thought of him, you know, like you said, coming in and and just hoping that that champ was going to close up shop and getting everything for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, yeah, getting everything for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just wild. Like I said, I, I I'd like to know a good excuse. You know, maybe we'll we'll probably never know. Mm-hmm. But until then, man, let's, let's have fun and speculate. You know, yeah, let's make yeah. conspiracies. Absolutely. I don't know if we should go too far. You know, race rumors get it. They're out there no matter what. No, and kind of going off of that, it's not that I'm just trying to just like say this guy's the absolute piece of shit. There could be something out there that just yeah. is like we know. But yeah. but don't let the race rumors like yeah. speculation be there is the way I look at it if you truly do care about the people you wanted to bring in and make this series for. Um, I mean, everybody was, I don't say, I don't want to say everybody, but some, you know this, you guys all know this. How many people were on board for this? Everybody was yeah. excited about this. Wow. There was such a vibe around it. And then it was like its own like movement type. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Almost. Yeah, it was, it was weird, but it was, culty. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember what I was going to say. It, when you said like big con artist, I immediately thought of Firefest. I immediately oh. thought of Firefest. <laughs> you know where they where they sold the island and they sold like here's what we have. They sold all of it before it was even fucking a thing. Before it was even set up, and and yep. and that's what I that's what I'm thinking of. Where it's like I'm promising you this, I promise you that, and then once like he gets people on board, it's like okay, I need more money for this to even happen. So then you sell like oh. I've got all these racers. I've got all this. I'm going to close this series so there's no competition. He's selling it, and then it didn't happen, mm-hmm. and it blows up in your face. That's when you think about that. That's what I think of then is, yeah. is the whole fire festival. So oh, I love it. This is good. As I'm so as fun. I'm thinking, the the thing that makes me kind of go back to you. I think there was actual, um, and I'm going to argue with you a little bit on this act. Um, that there was actual meaning and want behind it unless this guy is way better at doing this than my brain can comprehend at this time i guess yeah um 
I mean, he had involvement with some really big names yeah. for years prior talking about, or a year prior just talking about it all, getting them to kind of help put things where it needs to go, right? And there, there had to be something there unless it was just like, he just wanted people with big names to champion for him and that's it, which obviously, why wouldn't you? Yeah. But there was something there. I felt like there was something there. Like, I don't know if his heart was into it or not. I can't, I can't do that. It's all speculation, but, um, I, I really do feel like there was, there was intent. There was true intent to actually make a series. Um, not only that, but the people that he got together and put on the board that had come out and everything too. Like you just don't, you just don't start doing that. Yeah. Just drop the ball. When you got names like Cal Wells and, you're bringing everybody in that was on that board speed sport and all of that kind of stuff. You bring that name into things. I don't know if you're going to have a, you want to really ruin anything yeah. with that because then, then you're scarred. You're done like in any of that industry forever. And yeah. those guys are so well connected to everything that I can't, I can't see survival happening outside of that. So kind of to bounce off of that, I don't, necessarily think the guy did it with ill intent from the start i I do think he had intentions of following through with this like what you're saying um but what i'm saying is is i think that he knew that if champ stuck around it wasn't going to work yeah okay Okay. and that if he swayed all the drivers and everybody to go to his champ would have nothing yeah they would just go away yeah and then he would just have an easy way to operate yeah so i do i agree with you that i think there was intent um I just maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it didn't play out the way that he yeah, thought it was. Yeah, going it to. just yeah, yeah, yeah. It just he was making moves and it just didn't pan out. And yeah, but yeah. I mean, again, uh, until something comes out, you know, all yeah. we can do is speculate. We'll never know. And um, oh, yeah. you know, it's that's the end of uh, Mao Aoe. It, it is funny to, like I said, to see their uh, stickers on the carpet. That was funny when oh, I was walking yeah. around and I saw yeah. that and I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. I was like, damn, didn't even rip him up. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, RIP. It's like missing. So <laughs> I, I heard while I was at the show here that he's selling off Ultra 4 too. Yeah, that's what I also heard was like all like pretty much all of it. He's, mm. I don't know if he's like getting out. Like I again, I don't know, man. Dude, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying is like something had to happen. Like capital's not there. Financial, something had to happen to like, I don't know if it was like, I heard it was possibly wife related. Yeah. That's what I said, man. There's all kinds of Again, speculation. Yeah. It's going to fly. Rumors. We're not going to stop until we know. Marital (laughs) problems. Like I said, that'll, that'll put a kibosh on any and all finances, man. Like I even said it yesterday, dude. I was like, we saw it before with you know, Mike Jenkins, you know, the, the, the tracks was there one minute and then it was gone. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey dude, it happens. Is it selfish? Sure. But yeah, that'll put a kibosh to it. Um, so then we'll, uh, we'll, uh, close the book on MAO. I don't think I really got a chance to talk to like Jeffrey and Lalibor, or I don't know if we've necessarily expressed like their thoughts and opinions on it. So, you know, going forward, it might be something that I bring up to them if they want to talk about it in another podcast, but I guess as of right now, like if the other potential guests that I have coming aren't necessarily heavily associated with short course. So um, I think for now we'll, we'll close the book on MAO, call it for what it is and, yeah. and 
wait and see one day. Maybe we'll get answered. Maybe we won't. Until then, I guess we'll just speculate. But yeah. in the meantime, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, the next topic I usually talked about and brought up then was uh, was Champ Off Road, man. Is that the schedule released a few days ago? And uh, I'll continue to praise that because short course was in disarray. And within two weeks, they were able to turn it around, put a schedule together, get Crandon back on board, and, uh, you know, secure some deals, you know, secure some multi-year deals uh, with the tracks. Um, I guess, what are your guys' thoughts on Champ being able to kind of put that together? And in the same light, I've expressed my slight concern with uh, Champ or with, uh, with, with Short Course past 2024, because it seems like there's not a good bright road for 2025 and beyond. So I guess your guys' opinions on the, the securities of that. I mean, I, I just think it's I think it's great that they were able to, you know, get the schedule fixed and Crandon back on and, you know, kind of, you know, fix the disarray, like you said. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to go racing and glad that we still have a place to go, you know. Um, and, you know, as far as the future, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, you know, I just hope moving forward that it can keep expanding and. Dude, this audio thing is weird. I know, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's why I'm like looking around <laughs> trying to figure this out. But you know what? This wouldn't be the champ, uh, or this wouldn't be the uh, the impulse show uh, without some technical difficulties. I mean, we've had arms falling off. We've we've had it. Arms, we've had it all. Arms? We've like had these human arms, human arms oh, falling no. off. We've yeah. had tourniquets <laughs> on on standby. Yeah, no. I mean, the 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 fucking podcast mic arms are are not secured because this table is, you know, forty bucks from Walmart. And, uh, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I, I was just thinking, too, uh, when it comes to Jeffrey and Lyle, I'm going to ask him, like, hey, man, like, the audio kept, like, dipping up and down. So I apologize for that, guys. Uh, let's uh, try it's to work okay. through it. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, the the Champ Off-Road schedule and then just uh, anything short course 2025 and beyond. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm happy that they're around, right? I'm happy that they, they stuck to their guns on it. Um I think really like very thankful the people are great but I think really what we need to look at is sustainability and and growth as a sport with champ like you said we don't know what's going on in the future what the the long-term plan aside from existing is yeah and and that's fine but to really I'm gonna keep beating this dead horse we need to market better as a series as a team as everything as a sport so the sport grows to where it needs to be um and that that's something for me where i'm looking at it like why why aren't we more transparent with each other you know why why don't we have um drivers sit down with champ respectably as much as you can when you get a bunch of rowdy drivers together and yeah throwing opinions out there but um why can't we what can we do that we should be doing that that helps everybody right um and, and looking at how to be in this era of marketing a series, you know? Yeah. To me, I feel like we're 20 years outdated on, on how Champ is marketing themselves. And um, we could do so much better. And, yeah. and I say we as not just Champ alone. Cause yeah. It's got to be everybody. It's yeah. got to be literally everybody on board to grow this sport and uh, work with each other to to really promote what we're doing. Um, you're, nobody's going to promote you, right? Yep. That's the reality. Nobody's going to be like, 
you know what, this guy or this team or this sport is the coolest sport and they're just going to champion every single day for it unless you're involved in it, unless you're pushing it, unless you're getting out in front of people. And that's not not what happening at all. So um, going back to my whole comment about we, we ran before we could walk, uh, we're not established as a name anymore. Yeah. We're not established as a sport anymore. So we need to really look forward to see what other companies want, what manufacturers want. How do we get OE involvement? How do we get all this stuff in there? And, and maybe these conversations are happening. Yeah. But that's what I'm kind of going back to is where is that conversation with the drivers? Yeah. And, and if there is, it's such a limited driver. Couple guys. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, it's never the full class. Yeah. yeah. And, for and any conversation. You have it like with one or two people, but the 10 over here probably have some really freaking good ideas on how to make it better. So and, I, I understand wanting to go to one or two to not cause all this drama and everything else. But man, we need it. Like we need to have that conversation with everybody on the sport. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> well, uh, I ramble. What, what I, um, <laughs> I, I, I thought you had brought up was like you said, we're, we're, we're 20 years behind as far as the sport goes. And this is something I brought up, you know, yesterday and the day before is, is, you know, is this series or is this sport, um, is it just too much of an old school mentality way of thinking? You know what I mean? Because, and the reason I say that is because it's seems to be across, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking too much here, speaking out of my ass, but it seems to be across America where, you know, like and other companies, man, you've got boomers, you've got these older people that are stuck in their ways. And Hey man, that, that may have worked back then. Times are changing, man. It's changing and it's changing faster than ever. You know, I had said that I feel like, 20 years ago we had more eyes on the sport than we do now and yeah. social media is king yeah. you know it's yeah. views clicks likes shares yeah. bigger than ever before and we we, we seem to have less eyes on it so yeah, it's like yeah. you know do, do we have to change our way of of thinking our, our marketing because it seems like you know again just that old school mentality dog it's out it's not working yeah it's not there and and again like i i said it it's it's not a bash against you know the 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 older guys that are in it, but give it up, man. Like it, it's it's time to move on, and I, and I and I and it's not like I'm specifically targeting you know Frank at all. It's just that you need to be able to. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I'm. Oh, for like for sure. Don't get me wrong. Like 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 you know f because. You know, I'm not again, say his name, again, but here's his name. Again, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's because, you know, Frank is at the forefront. Sure. But it's like there are also others there that you're like, hey, man, you need to also get in his ear. And you need to realize, too, that, you know, that way may not always be working. And again, in the same breath, hats off to you guys for, for stabilizing short course. Yeah, that's true. But, but, yeah. but we all want it to grow. Isn't, isn't that the whole point of a, of a business? Sure. Like you don't, you don't open up something and to just be like, Oh, I'm going to be, you know, a, a restaurant here and here in, uh, you know, Appleton. And it's like, Oh, and if, and if your restaurant's getting bigger and, and more popular and you're like, Oh, nope, just going to stay right here. Like you, yeah. you're telling me you don't want to open up another restaurant somewhere else, right. you know, or you don't want to get bigger. And it's like, you, you need to be able to, to want that. Yeah. And, and that want, and that want, Fucking clown. <laughs> Keegan, get out of here. Dude wins one time and he's out of there. Thinks he's so cool because his truck's no, here. Wins one time. <laughs> Come on this 
Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think we're so broke? Yeah. We're paying them. <laughs> um, but it, it, I mean, that's just kind of the, the, the realities of it. You know, I, I, I just because I, and I'll say and I'll finally say it like on the podcast. But it heard it here. It, first. it, it was it was a bit of a sting when he goes, he tells us. And by us, I mean me, Lyle, and Jeffrey at, at Impulse. Yeah, hey, if you guys are ever at a race, you know, let, let me know. Let me know. Well, yeah, we'll have a beer. We'll watch the race. And I was, we were like, oof, damn, buddy. <laughs> so that for us was kind of that inclination where I'm like, I understand that you've got bigger fish to fry. And, and, I, and I try to, you know, really kind of justify it. And, and, and I'm trying to be humble about who we are because I know that we're just, you know, a couple Indians. But man, to to not even have like an inkling of that, I'm like, dude, you're out of touch then. Because then the social media aspects of it, marketing aspects of it are so foreign to you that you that's not even on your radar. What's wild about that is the fact that you guys alone, just out of your passion for this sport, are promoting this sport more than anybody else has. Like the Rush series and this podcast and and everything like that. Like if you don't know about short course off road, or if you don't know about any of this stuff, like you guys wouldn't, we, what am I trying to say here? I'm lost. No, what I'm saying is, not over. I promise. Yeah. It's like, I got to think about what I'm saying. Right, no, um, <laughs> slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, what, what I'm saying is like you, the sport doesn't have, the hype around it if it hasn't been for you guys like you don't know off-road if they if you don't know uh impulse and vice versa and that's the way i look at it. you're it's it, you guys are so tied into this short course off-road that it's wild that that was said <laughs> yeah and, and like i said like you know when, when it happened we're like it was it was a, a humbling thing for us where we were like okay like you know like i said our thought was he's he does have more things to do he's, he's got better things to do more things to listen to, more things to watch, more people to to deal with than just us. And, but in the same, like I said, in the same light, it's like then social media and marketing on that, it was so foreign to you and it's, and it needs to, and it needs to change. And I'm, and I'm, and, and I'm thinking, and I'm, and I, I told Jeffrey actually two days ago, last night, and then even today, it's like, you know what? Jeffrey, don't be surprised if we get an email. <laughs> yeah, you're <gonna> say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, to be honest, it's like this one might be an email. Today might be an email. Is, uh, <laughs> is Frank still retiring? I I don't know I because I, they, I heard otherwise. They threw a retirement party, but it just seems like I don't know. But then that email came yeah. out with Frank still on. Yeah, so yeah. I, 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 and I don't know if the signature they just didn't change the like, Maybe, yeah. I the signature was, line. I thought he was still under year. But I don't know. Oh, okay. No, so no. maybe that's yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, Things whatever. have maybe changed because of yeah. what's happened again. I have, again, the transparency side of it would be really cool. <sighs> yeah. So I, I tell you what, if we get an email, <laughs> 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 we will only share, you know, uh, uh, needed details and we won't share the, uh, the, the lashing that will, that we might get. Yeah. But, I mean, in this, like you said, though, is that we, and I said this yesterday is that we do it because dude, we love it, man. It's a passion here. We, we just want to grow the sport. We do it cause we love it. And like I said, frankly, it's like, we don't, us three don't need to do this. I have my day job, man. Like if, if this ended today, I would just say, Hey, 
I appreciate that I was here. Dude, it was a fucking great ride to be a part of it. I never thought I'd be where I was integrated with off-road races. I didn't think I'd be talking to, you know, pro two drivers, pro spec drivers, anyone across the board. I never thought of, I was that, I was that drunk guy on the hill behind the, behind the fence cheering <laughs> yeah. for when guys like Zakowski send it and turn one, yeah. you know, that, that, that was me, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a fan of it. And, and, and again, if it ended, if for some reason I was allowed to do it, guess what? I'll go back to being that drunk guy behind the fence cheering for you guys just as hard, man. It'd be no hard feelings. Yeah. So we do it cause we love it. We do it cause it's a yeah. passion. Yeah. And we just, we want it to get better. And and I feel like I would want somebody like that on my team who's always looking to get better and not be complacent. Cause yeah. I said it yesterday too, is like Jeffrey got on me about me getting complacent at ERX. We were mad at each other, Fall Crandon. Mm-hmm. All of Fall Crandon, he was mad at me. Like he had to have Lyle talk oh. to me because he just was upset with how I was uh, filming. My, my footage wasn't usable up until that point. So. And you were coachable. And, and, and well, and that's another thing too. I realized I had to be coachable yeah. as well. Uh, At the end of the day, Jeffrey's my boss. Lyle's my boss. They are, they're, they're the guys there that have to tell me like what to do. Mm. So I, I, I took what they said and I applied it for Fall Cranion, for Jay Oklahoma, for Baja. And it's, dude, things are great. Sometimes you got to have those things in order to get better. And okay. frankly, you know, our, our, Tough conversations yeah. have to happen. Sometimes. Tough conversations yeah. have to happen. Stupid adults. Yeah, like like <laughs> like like tough things have to be said, and it's I'm okay, maybe taking that and and saying it for people, wh- whether they want you know do it or not. It's like I do it because I love it, man. Yeah, like, and that's just the realities of it. So I again I I want if 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 I look into the future and it's like oh champ will only be the series in your lifetime it's like well fuck then something must have went right something must have went great sure in order oh, for them yeah, to yeah. maintain that yeah but if it's like i look at the forward in the future then it's like oh there's gonna be seven other series that's gonna be heartbreaking yeah like that's that'll that's 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 heartbreaking you know i was talking i don't remember who it was but i was talking to somebody about desert racing i think it might have been uh i think it was cory winner's dad um we were talking about desert racing and he said it's kind of the you know same thing is kind of going on out there like there's so many promoters are wanting to put on their own desert races that it's kind of getting you know oh down yeah a little oh, bit. yeah um he just said it's you know kind of similar to what what you were saying like if there's multiple short course series in and out and this and that and just kind of i don't know reminded me that he said that yeah because i mean you got like best in the desert you've got like what mint like like the mint you have nora like yeah. the, and they're not all associated with score yeah. you know score's got the baja 1500 400 and the san felipe 250 at least i believe that's what they're just associated with i think but I don't know. but like you said those they've got the mint they've got other things like that and um yeah man it's just it's but again score's been around forever you yeah. know what i mean that, that was kind of like the og yeah. thing you know that's that's what we all know yeah that's what we all know so isn't that the weird thing about this all right now like we're having these conversations about uh champ being like we want one series right what, what yeah. it's champ whatever and we've always wanted that and like we're tired of this up down every three to five years having issues um so for me i'm like yeah i absolutely love this I, this is what i want to see and we're doing this as racers because we want to see 
consistency for everything, but we want to see growth and we're doing it out of passion and we're doing it out of mutual growth. And we understand that. Right. So like, um, kind of going back to what we're talking about, like we're, I'm not here to just like throw shade on, on anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think think every single racer, everybody that has something that might not be overtly positive to say, right. Yeah. Cause I'm sorry. It's fucking reality. We're not going to be all, yeah. All, uh, butterflies and rainbows. Right. Yeah. Um, we need to have feedback and growth. We need that. And I'm hoping that there are better changes, conversations with the champ thing. Yes. So we don't become uh, another MAO, AOE, blah, blah, blah. This happens just, again. And it's like, we can't have that. Anymore. I hated how like, it just seemed like, I, I don't want to say toxic, but it was just a black cloud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. What was that? that was, was someone here? Do I need to duck? <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I don't want to say how toxic. It just seemed like there was like a dark cloud this year. You know what I mean? Where like, like over champ. Just saying? over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Over like the series where it just seemed like everyone was like down and bummed yeah. and, and, and not excited about yeah. the race season. Like even for us video guys, we felt that that bad juju, that bad vibes or whatever started at ERX. Oh, I felt that at Anago. Oh, for real? Yeah. As soon as LeDuc didn't show up. Yeah. And Johnny had that role. I, I, I knew the, the vibes are just gone. Yeah. At, at least for me. Like, I, it was just not. It was a weird year. I don't know if it was different for you guys. I used that ERX, but. Yeah, I kind of noticed it a little bit after ERX. Um, but wasn't that when Robinette was first starting to come around and show his face and talk to people? Yeah. That was when the rumors started going around. Cause yeah. Yeah. Because because uh, Carl had said that um, in that drivers meeting that they're not going anywhere and like tried to kind of like squash <laughs> the rumors yeah. or whatever. So I noticed it there, and I I just attributed it to you know everybody not knowing what was going on with two series or one yeah. or what what's happening. You know, just mm-hmm. I think I just thought there was a lot of confusion on what was going on. But yeah, it did seem a little off this year. Yeah, and because yeah, this year. Last year, like, again, maybe because we're blind to it because we were doing Rush 2. I thought it was great, man. I mean, I thought the Pro 2 class was the best class I had ever seen. You know what I mean? It's like you guys were battling it every single race. I just want them to stop overwatering the track. <laughs> oh, my That's God. it. Just for the love of God. They, they get they get paid stop by it. the gallon, bro. Yeah. They get paid Somebody by the in gallon. race control, please stop the madness. <laughs> or go for a ride with us when it's overwatered and you will see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, it's and, and I wanted to return back to, you know, again, you. like like Rush or, Rush, you know, the first season of Rush when we did it, you know, 2021, 2022, where, again, LeDuc came back, you know, more drivers came back for Pro 2. And it's like, man, like that was Ooh, that was the up and up. And yep. then 2023 was like, what happened, man? Yeah. What happened? And I'm I think for this year, again, I'm still hopeful but just from everything you know that I'm hearing, it's like it, I don't know. I, I, I I'm a little unsure. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for 2024. <laughs> okay. I'm nervous because I'm not. There, there's not a lot of commitment that I'm hearing from uh, from other drivers. So it's just kind of one of those where I'm like, uh, I'm unsure. And who knows? It's December. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we're not racing till May, so things might change. We also yeah. have to take a look at. Um, as much as everybody likes to point finger at 
um, a series or whatever, look at in general, the economy right now is not great. hundred like percent on the, the partnership side, everybody's either freezing or cutting budgets. Yep. I mean, unless you have something that's super unique, something crazy, you're not going to get yep. the budgets that have been thrown out there to make it. So of course the vibes aren't going to be there. Even last year was the same way or this past season, I should say nobody's going to be as excited because you're trying to get everything you're pinching pennies yeah you know, you're trying to have a good race weekend when you're like dude i can't i can't break an engine this weekend i can't yeah. do this this weekend so you're just you're stressed that's in the back of your head so if everybody's thinking that of course vibes are going to be like that. yeah and and that's something i've i've said too you know at, at the end of last season and i said it yesterday was you know it is it's it, i sympathize with champ because covid fucked everything Cause I feel like that first year yeah. of champ was what? 2019. Yeah. I think right. 2019. Was it, was it 20? It was 2020. Was it was the first year of champ. Was it? Yeah. I, Cause I, Lucas oil was in there for the 50th. That was 2019. I don't, I don't remember I thought, if it yeah, was champ I, my first year in pro two or. I feel like it was the year before I was. Yeah. I feel like it was 2019. Cause I feel like that their rookie year was really good. And when, then. Well, one was the 50th. That was 2019. No, right? it's it's weird because brush run started in what? Why can't we do 69? math? Yeah, we're racist. Yeah. We don't math good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have other people. E- either math. way, I feel like it was it was a the reason I think of that is because I thought it was a great start where I'm like, hey man, like I understand their whole like budgeting aspects of yeah. it. You know what I mean? First like year like, was like awesome. super understandable. Like I got it, like great plan. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened and it just like fucked everything. Because then yes, they 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 stuck by their you know budgeting mindset where like, hey man, we gotta stay as Jim Beaver was saying, we got to stay in the black. And it's like they Weather did, the storm. but also then you're, you're cutting down expenses and you're cutting down this, you're cutting down that. And it's what you had to do when, when COVID happened. And it was just, and it killed it, man. That's yeah. such a bummer. I think if chant, let's say if COVID didn't happen, we're not even talking about MAO. I think, I think champ could be flourishing if, if COVID mm. never happened, if COVID never happened. I, I think we could be in a different limelight right now different atmosphere i think you're right of things yeah. and it just and it just sucks 2019 it was the 50th okay so was that still lucas that was lucas so yeah. that's what i'm saying they literally started, started yeah in, during, in during covid yeah yeah i guess that I, I think if covid never happens i think it's a completely different story yeah yeah i would have but it, we're not there <laughs> we're, we're not, not there. there yeah this is this is the timeline that we're in right and uh it's a it's a bummer it's an unfortunate timeline but um you know to, to uh kind of wrap up this podcast what i want to ask you guys then is just obviously the future dude like like for for this season you know what i mean what do you guys have in store what do you guys have in mind what are you guys' expectations you know as far as uh, your respective classes go and we'll start with you mr zakowski uh, like my expectations for like us and our team or like this series for, for or, you, you personally, you as a pro two driver, um, you know, like, like, what are you thinking? What are your hopes, aspirations? You know, are you thinking podium? Are you going to fuck yeah. me out of a hundred dollars no, here? It's podium. Are you, you're going to, you're going to screw me out of a hundred dollars. Yeah, it's happening. God damn it, it almost happened in Oklahoma. I know, dude. You have no idea, man. We were, I, we were, I was so pumped. I was so pumped. nervous. I saw you out there. I was like, Zakowski needs to just, dude, my, I don't know my heart. Rick <laughs> but uh yeah I'm, I'm super excited about this year you know um this past season you know obviously we had the new truck that we were working with yep. and we, we had a lot of issues and worked through a lot of stuff it, it was 
it was a rough year. Uh, you know that uh, South Park episode where Randy Marsh is getting the shit beat out of him? Yeah. And, you know, I hear no mill. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah. how it felt. Um, but we, uh, by the end of the season, Oklahoma, we finally, like, like figured out what we needed to do with the truck um, on lots of different things. And we kind of threw some Hail Marys at it for Oklahoma, and it was money. Um, so we're, we're really excited, and I really feel like we're going to be, like, ready to compete next year. Um, you know, our, our spares and just everything we got going on in the shop right now, it's just it's really looking good. Um, so I'm, we're shooting for a podium this year. Absolutely. You know, this is going to be technically my third full season. Yeah. Um, you know, because the one year was out half the year. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're really looking forward to a podium, pushing hard this year and just excited about everything. And schedule kind of sucks with a couple one-week turnarounds. Oof, yeah. Um, I, that, that sucks. You know, like you said, it's volunteer-based, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's really hard to get my guys to help. You know, when we have eight days to turn around a race, yeah. a truck. Um, but besides that, yeah, we're just really excited and uh, looking. Everything's looking really positive. Are you Are you running a, a full season? You can do all eight weekends, at, or as or as budget allows. We're 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 in the talks right now. Okay. Of of what we're gonna do. Um, you know, we're still waiting to on some contract stuff, and but we're fifty fifty right now. What okay. we're gonna do. Um, and I, I don't know what what you've kind of felt from other truck drivers this weekend but i know i talked to a couple other pro two guys and kind of kind of seems like everybody's like eh, yeah maybe we'll just do a pick and choose kind of season and yeah back her down a little bit but every but um but yeah just just excited ready to go mr vanden dude i just want to have fun yeah yeah honestly like last no year drama. yeah last year was such a a weird year that my whole thing that this year I want to get back like I'm in the sport because I love it you know? yeah I want to make this a profession because I love it yeah um, so for me yeah um, we got some really cool stuff in the works um, still sticking in the spec um, I really have a lot of faith behind that class I think it's really cool I know they sound ridiculous but it's one of the <laughs> funnest vehicles to drive fun to watch yeah yeah um, I mean, if they let us change our, our manifolds so we can get a little bit better sound out of those things, then I would love that class. But they won't. Probably. So a, um, scream, then. Uh -huh. a, uh, a question I had for Rayford and Parsons was, um, you know, w what do you think the future is for Pro Light and Pro Spec? And the reason I ask that is because Pro 2 used to be right on par with, uh, with, with a Pro 4, you know, 900 horsepower. Same build, same chassis, same everything. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, just two-wheel drive. That got reduced back to, you know, 750, you know, for, for affordability, which, yeah. okay. Like, at first, I didn't like it just because, I mean, you're taking horsepower away. Right. Like, yeah. Like, shit. This is America. Yeah, this is America. God damn it. You know, damn horse. <laughs> not horsepower. And then, uh, and then so, you know, they, they, they brought on uh, Pro Spec. So, what, I'm, what I think is going to happen is I think... Pro Light will end up going away, and I think Pro Specs going to essentially be the new Pro Light because I mean, again, it comes down to affordability. I would rather have people out there than than three Pro Lights, sure, than five Pro Lights. You know what I mean? I'd I'd rather have a field of fucking sixteen Pro Specs than three Pro Lights. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, like you said, maybe change the manifold a little bit. You know, <laughs> just start handing out, you know, 
headsets or you know ear, ear blockers or something but <laughs> yeah those things are crazy though the power band is like right here only and that's right at the red limit right yeah there. anyways heard, yeah. um so going back to that question though i i i, I agree i think i love pro light like yeah and i don't ever want to like down talk it but i do think that reducing the power bringing in the traditional four speed manual and all of that kind of stuff that's just like to me that's what i grew up around yeah you know it goes back to the the seven s days that that's what my dad did you know and like that yeah. was that was cool i love that stuff so it's the true light truck that's that was always like my big thing i'm like every pro truck has a v8 in it and that doesn't make yeah. for like the most exciting experience i guess if you're like an enthusiast at least for me it was always like v8 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 yeah and it was Again, nothing against them, but I really like the package um, that that uh, the V6 package that they bring into it. And and I hate to say this because I know where ProLite went and all of that fun stuff, but I would love to see manufacturers get involved, yeah. especially now with fuel injection. I feel like as long as you can play around enough with the tuning and everything to get it, you're going to have engine packages that are way more comparable. So if you yeah. get, get Toyota in, get Nissan in, get... You know all of these manufacturers and then really make this a big uh manufacturer battle class i think that's that's where i see i would love to see pro spec go and i hope that it goes that way as long as it's um reined in a little bit again i love the class i'll i'll support that class until i'm blue in the face yeah it's so cool you know and you know again we've we've seen the evolution of of pro light you know back when it first premiered you know yep. the v4 and uh you know we were talking with rayford and parsons yesterday was synonymous with sounding like a bunch of bees mm-hmm. you know coming off the 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 land rush start and, and coming into turn one you know and then evolved into you know pro four or uh into a v v8 i'm sorry into a v8 from a v4 uh because of cost you know what i mean you just yep. people were blowing motors left or it's so yep. expensive so then you go into v v8 well, then now we're evolving once again yep. to uh, to a V6 and then, and, and, you know, trying to find that sweet spot again because of affordability. And um, I'm fine with that. Again, you know, I, I, I'm fine with that. I, I would love to keep ProLite Prospect. That, I think that class needs to be around. It's a great stepping stone for people to go from, you know, U, UTV or, you know, whatever it may be. I think it's a great start because then when they get into Pro 2, they have that experience of a rear wheel drive, a two wheel drive. Yep. And then they get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They get treated to luxury when they uh, when they hit a rut and they're like, oh, that doesn't hurt. Uh, oh, I'm not rolling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, this this uh, truck isn't that narrow. <laughs> so, no, I again, I'm, I'm excited for the future of ProSpec. I know everyone isn't the biggest fan of their sounds, you know, or when Tony Keepers get stuck in second fucking gear, <laughs> you know, around turn one and the crowd's boo, yeah. you know. Booing the shit out of it them. It doesn't sound good to us either, just so everybody knows. <laughs> We're not, none of the Prospect drivers are like, dude, this is the best sounding yeah. fucking truck ever. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no one looks at Prospect drivers like, yeah, let her eat. Yeah, let me hear it. Chris, do you remember when I was kind of trolling you at Anago at the parade? When I was behind you, oh, and I yeah. pulled up next yeah. to you, I was just revving the shit out of my truck. It's and like, he's like, <laughs> it's like that picture of like the little bulldog or whatever, and then that big like yeah. fucking bodybuilding yeah. bulldog behind yeah. it. That's how I felt like. <laughs> so no, man, that that you know, that's good to hear for you guys. Uh, again, are you are you doing a full season, Chris? Or um, I 
think so. The same time, I mean, budgetary wise, yeah. we're we're where we kind of need to be, but I don't know. We'll see. It. I. I don't see a reason not to aside from just time expenditure alone and then getting the like you said the crew to be there because again it's it's volunteers for the most part but um i don't know i'm excited for the year i want to get more seat time i've always said i want more seat time i want to be on the track more it's just a matter of um figuring out how and what i want to do with that but i mean really now i'm looking at like doing other stuff too like i want to do other crossover content i want to do a lot of fun things so where's the value and that's where i'm still kind of calculating that out i guess internally and then working with partners to see what they want to do if it makes sense because none of my partners care if i have a championship yeah i mean they like to hang their hat on it yeah yeah at the same time like it's not a thing yeah it's like how are we getting our right you know right right. and frankly the payout incentive for winning a championship isn't really there yeah so I don't know. And that's the thing. Like when you, when you make it worth something, then it becomes. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I'm dumb and stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably race the full series, um, full season, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, Hey man, dude, this is uh we're rolling on one hour and seven minutes. This has oh, been boy. an absolute wonderful conversation. And, and like I've, I've told my guests, you know, uh, usually at the end is <clears throat> normally it's me, Jeffrey Lyle, and it's one guest, but to be able to have like a round table discussion, not just someone like in your class, but somebody like, you know, pro spec and a pro two driver to, to have it where it was a 1600 driver here, you know, on pro spec or, you know, you had CJ and then you had a, a you know, a stock UTV guy here to have oh, representation stock UTV guy or uh, I'm sorry, a sportsman UTV guy. Who? Uh, Leland. Dude, he's pro mod. I know. I know. We, no, I've, don't be like that. I, I've been, I've been giving him shit all day, <laughs> all day. Like. Like I was like, oh, messing up his name. I was like, oh yeah, only only <laughs> one guy drives here, or, or two guys are coming off the season. So I, he he lives in Green Bay, so I've been giving him a hard time like all day. You know that I live like in Seymour. I know, really man. Close. Just I know we can be friends. We're, we're gonna have to do golf. I mean, I'm really good at driving a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> Can you drink? No. <laughs> yes. So, all right. Then I need, I need a guy in my drink. That's what we should do. That's what we should do is have a designated drinker on uh, on, on each team. And then we'll, uh, we'll do a golf go. video. Oh, fuck, that sounds dangerous. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so normally uh, to, to wrap up the podcast, at least uh, it's been a little bit of a tradition here at PRI. The last question I'll ask, and it's just pertaining to Zach Sikowski, and uh, you'll know why. Uh, Zach, when was the last time that you ate ass? <laughs> Uh, never. You never, you never, you've never gone back there. <laughs> so 2020, uh, was yeah. really good. I don't know what the hell we're talking about now. <laughs> never. You've never gone back there. No. How about this? How about, how about this for a send off instead of whatever the hell you're doing? How about because no, you're wearing that fat that. guy design shirt? Yep. You know, we just Goddamn right. talk about C-Pod. C-Pod. Dog. Ooh. Yeah. Dog, like I said, I saw this. I was like, ooh, going down to PRI, matches the blue hat. I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. rocking it one day. I'm like, I got to rock it one day. It's got to be yeah, got to be out there. Oh, yeah. Fat guy designs. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, I've been getting a lot of looks, though, in, in the shirt. They look good. I mean, cause really first do. of all, the thing of it is, like, I'm a big guy, and then like, ooh, look at that confidence. I'm yeah. like, yo, walking with that C-Pod confidence, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Have you, have you pulled any Indie Strange? I have not, man. I have not. It's I, I've been working, man. But I tell you what. Tonight, Zakowski, you're single, right? 
No. Hypothetically, <laughs> put me on the spot like that. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm feeling some tension. I, I, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, Zakowski, if you were single, let's say, let's say you were in the body of a 33 year old Native American, and uh, I tell you what, man, if I were to ask you, have there been quite a bit of you know honeys walking around? Can you confirm or deny? There's some good scenery. There is some there is. damn good scenery. Absolutely, yeah. and and I have been overwhelmed at times. Where I've I I've, still prefer to look I've, at the trucks, though. I've interrupted <laughs> guests where I'm like, "Hey, dude, look at that!" Yeah. <laughs> where I'm like, "Dude, God, dude, you need a you're CDL next, for that." Sore from the weekend, you know. And so I don't know how how tonight's gonna go. Now, I, I know the boys got to clean up. I got to clean this up here, um, in about an hour. Or so um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. Maybe I'll I'll report back and. Let you know. If yeah, I, let us you know, know how it goes. Take down a few, take down a few, you know, stock Ford F one fifties as uh, as Ricky G called it. <laughs> we started talking about what type of type of trucks we're into, and I was like, like American made, European made, Mexican made. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, but man. no, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, based on what time it is here uh, in Indianapolis, it is three oh one on Saturday, day three. Uh, I think Mr. R.J. Anderson walked away like a pussy, and uh, I don't know if he's going to be back. If he's not, we're going to going to go ahead and close out this podcast. You know, thank you guys so much, honestly, though, for coming by. You know, talking everything. You know, Mao Champ, what you guys are into. Um, really enjoyed it, and I hope like you know the people have joined it and uh, enjoyed it. And if you're out there, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, I'm Tito Levine, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. This is how legends are made.